I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Even it's a struggle just to keep breathing. Existential, asthmatic, puff, puff, pass, attic, craftmatic, making moves, but they sleeping on me. We can't even kick it like it's FIFA, homie. Nevertheless, I got that fresh like crest, crying because I'm stressed. TMJ or TMI, it's a lie that you're living. I never understood the hate on a nigga's preference when every marriage is the same sex marriage. Same sex, every day, monotonous. Lost God, never pray. Forgotten us. Hey, welcome to the Black Outers Podcast. Your host, Rod and Karen. And it is a Tuesday, lazy Tuesday afternoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, no shield. Uh, Ages of Shield coming on today, so I don't have to, you know. Damn I no you, plans. holidays! Um, but uh, it's almost Christmas. We got another week till Christmas, and uh, we decided to start it early, man, with a present to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Two of our favorite motherfuckers, I huh? Claire, right on Earth. I would actually say in the galaxy. Yeah, wow. she mm-hmm. is the whole galaxy. Yeah, I'm yeah. going all the way to the galaxy. Dog. I know. Yeah, I always enjoy you guys' company, and it's just one of those things where it's it's like. Y'all are the the people that I don't get to see it often, but when I do, I know I'm going to have a good time. Oh, it be on. Well, it's for the people out there that don't know, but they should know. I mean, I don't know how they don't know, but let's say they didn't know for some reason. They've been in a coma. They woke up and they said, what the hell is this? A podcast. Uh, It's Nick Jew and Reggie from What's the Tea podcast. Uh, you can also find them on Twitter, R to the Edgy and Good Day Saints. Uh, and you can find them on Facebook, What's the Tea Pod. Uh, what's up, y'all? Hey. Hey, Internet. Mm-hmm. What's the tea? <laughs> I don't know. What is the tea? I'm about to say, I can tell you my tea if we're going to go do this before we start. Um, oh, go ahead, Karen. In her what is the tea, Karen? Yes, my, my tea is Beyonce. And Beyonce has been brewing in my tea all day long. And I started <laughs> early this morning at 7 a.m. And I Karen, tweeted Beyonce I all damn day. I get home so you can tear that cherry out. What? <laughs> yes. It, it was me and Beyonce. That was my shit. Yes, and I had to warn people. I said, look, 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 look. Beyonce shut iTunes down, so I didn't get it when it first came out. So when I finally got it, I played it, and I messed around, and I was so busy listening to the songs that I forgot that it was videos included, too. So I got it on my phone. 17 videos. Yes, I messed around and looked down on my phone, and then I had visuals mm-hmm. yeah. with the music. With Wait, the music. can I ask oh. a dumb question? Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. It's 14 songs? Yes. Yeah. And 17 videos? Yes. yes. What are the other three videos? Well, one is Grown Woman because that's not a song on the album. Okay. Um, and then I Yes, it did. Cause, uh, yeah, to today. Surfboard. Charmaine said surfboard. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so today. I haven't been seen or heard it. Terrilyn tried to uh, gift me an iTunes gift card so I could see it, but the devil is busy and he blocking it and I still haven't heard the album. Oh, man. Yeah, it's it's greatness and, and it's so good that I've heard people be like, well, I went to my sites and they ain't got it yet. Beyonce was like, mm-mm, you won't be getting this shit. Yeah. Well, 
um that's i'm glad that you shared that with us karen I'm yeah i just i just had to let everybody know that's been my day all day today so if you've been following me on twitter you were like god damn all she been doing is tweeting beyonce leaks and talking about yes and dancing at her desk all day blame roderick um yes. yeah don't blame me thank me um <laughs> as far as uh you guys man um nick Jew, what you been up to Oh, you know, nothing. I'm still getting adjusted to life in the Southeast. I'm right now in a hotel in the middle of nowhere in North Carolina. Oh, yeah, it's a lot of them spots. Yeah, I'm working on a... I work for a construction company, and we're building a job out here. And I'm going to run the job from our office in Raleigh, but we're having a big team meeting because one phase of the job just ended. Another one is starting. I know this is fascinating um well but, I, I was gonna say um first of all shout out to your hotel for actually having uh the high speed internet yes because that i am yeah normally that's the size no matter right. where you're at it's always like oh we got high speed i mean <laughs> you could connect to the modem high speed right for I, extra I, mean, I think i'm in a sundown town so i will be right up in um the hotel room for the rest of the time i'm here unless i'm going to work yeah um <laughs> My man in the chat room said North Carolina counts as the southeast. Yeah, isn't it the southest, eastest you can pretty much get without um, being Florida? Yeah, just go holler at a map, and uh, we're going to get back to that. But Wait, uh, he had a question at the end of that? Yeah. Oh. He oh, wasn't yeah. sure, man. He wasn't sure. I don't know what else he could count on, but it's pretty southeast. Um, all right, so uh, also, Nick Jew, I saw this. You coordinated the Christmas party? I sure did. Now, what was that oh, like? Is snap. that is that hard to do? Is that easy? Like, you know, do I have drama? Because it's about that time of year for the Christmas parties for everybody out there in Cubicle Land. It was kind of dramatic because I got here. I, I started work in the second week of August, October. And the week after I got there, somebody sent me an email because I had emailed them because my best friend is the office manager in the Bay Area. Mm -hmm. And we have like 800 employees and she throws a like $150,000 party every year. And it's fat and it's awesome. It's the best party ever. So I'm coming from that to an office with like 40 people in it thinking they want to have it at the office. And I'm like, nah, this is my first one. I I would like to help y'all. Nobody had even thought of beginning to plan the party in October. So I had been here a week and they were like, Hey, we have a committee. Let's plan the party. I sent the committee an email. One person responded back. So basically me and another person planned a party for 80 people in six weeks. And it's like planning a wedding. Every venue I tried to contact, they were like, "Ah, that's funny. You want to have a holiday party on the busiest Saturday in December. But luckily I found a really cool venue at the um, Museum of Natural Sciences downtown Raleigh. And we got to have our party in the middle of a bunch of exhibits. So there was like a ginormous whale skeleton. Did y'all have alcohol there? Yeah. Yeah. There was an open bar all night. Wow. That seems like a terrible place to allow alcohol (laughs) (laughs) around a bunch of priceless artifacts. Right. It's like, hey, here's a priceless uh, dinosaur bone, but um, here's some more shots. Right. But I think everybody kind of behaved themselves because there were armed state police there. Oh, wow. 
and the party was over at 10 and there was some drama because i don't know if it's like a southern thing or if it's just the way the office is set up but because it's so small it's like going to a small church and everybody Mm -hmm. feels like they need to have some sort of input so at first everybody was in my ear asking me where it was and what it was going to be and then the regional manager kept trying to change the date and i'm like nah son what you what you ain't gonna do is change it after it took me forever to get this come on now Bucky, we got this. We're not moving it up a week and somewhere else. And I prefer, also, I prefer a Saturday party. I mean, I don't like going to comedy parties anyway, but, <laughs> but yeah. if I'm going to do it, I prefer a day when I don't have to turn around and go, go to work, work the, the next, next day. day. Like, we had a party Come one on. time. And my manager was, you know, about my age at the time. And um, we were, you know, probably like 28, something like that. And he got pretty drunk, hooked up with some chick that worked for the company, made out in front of everybody. And then they ass had to come to work the next day. And so they both came in mad late and like nothing. And the thing is, they didn't even sleep together or anything, but it still looked bad because Mm -hmm. everybody was going to talk, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so it's one of those things where it's like, if you have a Sunday between that, you know, you show up on Monday and we can all act like adults. I mean, there was a lady who like was spanking me with a tie towards it was the last 15 minutes of the party. Everybody decided they wanted to turn up. Nobody danced all night. And then all of a sudden there was a gang of people on the dance floor taking off ties and shoes and stuff. (laughs) And then so we went to another place downtown for the after party since the party was over at 10 and our regional manager turned into Jesus and like put a credit card down at the bar, like keep the party going. Oh, they love doing that, man. That's my favorite. Oh, Oh, is he a white dude? Go ahead. Is he an older white dude? He's about my age, probably. Oh, okay. Because, like, older white dudes love it. Like, to be like, oh, hold on now. I got this. Well, he's also <laughs> dude, too. He's moving here from Utah. So, he and I both were kind of like, this is our first impression thing um, with everybody. So, he wanted to make it fun, too. And I think I narrowly escaped an indecent proposal for a threesome. What? Oh, Lord there's this dude that never ever ever talks to me at work and because i'm in the south i just assume it's because i'm a nigger bitch Mm. um so the Uh. first time we ever ever spoke was like at the party and he was in my face all up in my personal space talking about we was gonna dance and this and that and i was like oh no that's okay and he brought some chick with her with him she was i think she was from the netherlands or something her english wasn't that great and then she was all up in my grill and they were making signals so i just grabbed my jacket and did a quick spin and disappeared like mm. michael jackson that's what you do well i mean you know or, or don't do it depends on your situation and what but, you're open to i don't know you know they yeah might. i don't know the situation was wide open i still wouldn't have taken that proposal. I hear yeah, it might be some people that you know. If you're down for that, be down for that. But if you didn't come with that agenda, right? I mean, that's a, a whole nother story. I mean, it's an impromptu thing to pull on somebody, but it's kind of like asking the chick to dance, right? You just never know until you try. Yeah, he might have been like, "I'm gonna shoot my shot tonight." And uh, I guess, you know, Monday he's going to be back to acting normal. Cause but if, I don't, if you don't ever speak to me and I speak to you and you don't speak to me, you can't then be all up in my face talking about we finna dance. Uh, well, that's how I, first of all, that's how I do all the black people I've ever worked with. So <laughs> I don't even, like, I don't even feel uh, some kind of way about him. I feel like that's normal because I'd be like, we on the clock. This shit does not count. And then mm-hmm. if I see you in the mall, I'll be like, what's up, my nigga? How you doing? You know how we do. Uh, I saw yeah. you over there by uh, getting no staples that day. Like, I, I will I will completely break code as soon as we leave the office. But I, I can understand it's a little different where, uh, 
you know it might be a proposition um now when you got back to work monday was he cool or what Did oh stop? he hasn't spoken to me holy shit that is weird <laughs> You gotta at least give like the the black person head, head nod. nod. I know he's he wasn't black, pro- though. He's absolutely not black. Yeah, I was gonna say I know he's not black, but you know what I'm talking about, like the I acknowledgement. Know I know that I tried to fill up on your booty. Right. We can't <laughs> do that today. Right. We had a moment, and I would just like to acknowledge that it happened. So the least I can do is like speak, maybe uh walk by your desk slowly and make eye contact like oh what's up dog like you gotta do that or she's just a weirdo yeah yeah i mean old girl who was spanking me with the tie and like freaking up on me she even had the awkward like oh hey yeah the office company party is always <laughs> weird like that because i don't know how to go back from that like if you jokingly freak me at the office party like we go together and you can't <laughs> you can't just Why? take that back no. You cannot take back an office party freak. Right. That's that's in the code book, dog. Like we are an item until uh, otherwise, dog. Till the next party goes by and we don't dance. But I don't, I don't appreciate Guys, that. On me, I get to eat your lunch with your name on it in the refrigerator. <laughs> exactly. Like you owe me. That, <laughs> like that's our lunch now. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like oh, what we get? You know, what what kind of sandwich did your wife make us? You know what I mean? That's that's the combination of it being my first official event as the new office manager and the fact that I had kind of a rough start with these people. I didn't want to get wasted, wasted. Of I was kind of on work mode the whole night. And then when we got to the bar, some young dudes who are on the project I'm going to tomorrow were like, let's do a Jaeger shot because that's the 20 something white dude handshake. Mm-hmm. So I did a Jaeger bomb with them and I never got drunk. I got I drank enough alcohol to where I thought it was a good idea to eat a hot dog from the street vendor. Oh, man. And I just went back to the hotel and passed out. Yeah, I mean. actually is is not always a bad idea, though. I mean, I think it was a good idea because I didn't have a hangover the next day, but it was a bad idea because my stomach was like, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's good to get um, a little tipsy because you have to drink a little bit or white people won't trust you. But you don't want to get drunk because I don't trust white people. So it's like a fine line. On Master Epps' fucking plantation. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, you you wake up. Me wasn't getting white girl wasted, like standing up on a table talking about woo. Right. You wake up and be like, yeah. "There's been a misunderstanding." <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I haven't Paul Giamatti slapped me in the face with a book just because you want to give me a gin and tonic. Right. <laughs> I have my yeah. papers. I've, I didn't want to wake up a slave. Right. <laughs> yeah. I've. No, thank you. I've heard Roderick tell me the stories. I haven't seen them. Like the stories about his white friends. So I have a tendency to stay away. And at my company. They like don't want to invest the money, so they do like the lunch in, so there's no alcohol involved. Um, oh, see, our company was founded by three dudes who love wine, so we have wine in our office every last Thursday of the month. We bust out wine and beer at the office, so wow. we have a drinking culture in our company. I've never had a job this cool, me like, either. The only job I've had where I can drink is this job, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, every other job I've had has been like, don't do that, nigga. that's five to ten, and you I know. Mean, I wanted to stay working here. They allowed me to move across the country. I could have a glass of wine at work on a random Thursday. Like, it's a really great company. My last job was so bad, I talked to people like uh, that dude in the store talked to Solomon when he saw him shopping with his family. Like, that's, they were like, yeah. They were like, yeah, you know, uh, Eric, the last Thursday of every month we have drinks. I'd be like, they let you drink out the regular fountain? No, alcohol, nigga. We be getting drunk. <laughs> with the master's wine? 
His face was so sad and so confused. Dude, that's exactly how I feel. Like, people be like, yeah, man, you know, I get off work and I uh, hang out with my boss and we'll go to a bar. But like, you can go to a bar with your <laughs> boss and you can leave and go home anytime you want? Like, it's fucking ridiculous man um that yeah, was i mean i had to drive out to nigga go home north carolina and my car is on a lease and i don't want to put hella miles on it so they were like oh we have a car in the parking lot take that right shit like that man i'll be like they let you drive I'm like that's crazy to me um what about you reggie man what you been up to dog i you know uh you kind of you know, i feel like nick juice kind of taking over y'all's twitter's presence presence through uh good day saints oh no yeah it's it's the like, it's the undercover Nick Jew Twitter. Mm-hmm. It's because I can't yeah. have my game back. Well, it's 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 the it's the like best kept, it's the worst kept secret in our show that <laughs> Good Day Saints is Nick Jew. Right. Um, what is going on? Not nothing. I'm enjoying my seventy degree weather in California in the middle of December. Humble mm. brag. Mm. Are you uh where where in California? In in Oakland. In Oakland, work. Can you do it so Oakland? <laughs> so you know, like the reason that it's seventy degrees is because of all the bullets flying like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I appreciate the warmth from all the Glocks. So, do you ever just you. like? Do you ever just like go outside and take pictures and send them to Nick Jew like through the through like the phone? <laughs> no cause see I think that's the kind of shit I would do maybe that makes me evil but like cause like I, I'm the kind of person like when it's when I see it's cold in the country I tweet Bomani Jones shit like hey man what's 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 the weather like on, on your patio cause I'm trying to get him to take that picture and send it to the rest of the country uh, so they can get mad so I you know if, <laughs> if I had good weather and somebody oh. moved across the country I'll be snapping all kinds. Y'all be so yeah. pissed at me. I'll be taking pictures of myself in sandals. Oh, God, real quick. Hold on. But it was in the 20s and 30s <laughs> last week in California, so they out here acting like they weren't just all crying collectively on Facebook last week. That, you know what? That's what makes it better. When you take that picture of yourself in sandals when it's 60, knowing that, you know, it's probably 60 in North Carolina too at that time, but it just, it's just that smugness, like, you son of a bitch, you yeah. didn't even check the weather. And, and, and the thing is that not only would I take pictures, don't mess, don't let me mess around and have like a Beyonce body, I would take pictures and have my body in it. You, you, I'm trying to tell you, baby, people better realize if I had a body of like Beyonce, they'd be like, clothes, what clothes? What am I putting no clothes for? Yeah, I would always be naked. Sundress, it'll be sundress weather every day. <laughs> now, if he sent me a picture of their weather, I would just send him a picture of our gas prices. Oh, there you go. <laughs> They're a lot cheaper now. Yeah, this is how much a house yeah. costs. <laughs> she, would, she would send me a picture of the ABC liquor store, and I would just cry. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, are either one of y'all, I know, uh, Nick, you just kind of getting your feet now, and uh, Reggie, I know you've been moving around the country and stuff, but either one of y'all, like, in any plays, any productions, anything going on right now? Uh, yeah, I actually start rehearsal on Sunday, or Monday, for this play called The Snow Queen, uh, which is this, like, adaptation of the Hans Christian Andersen story. Oh, about RG3's um, girlfriend? <laughs> oh! <laughs> what? <No>? My bad. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there actually is a guy in the cast who kind of looks like RG3. Oh, um, no. So, well, I... I, I asked him if he liked Subway. 
but he hasn't responded back to me. He doesn't get it. Do <laughs> <laughs> you like Subway? I'm like, so it's fine. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's what I'll be doing. So I'll be working the day before Christmas and the day after Christmas. They're like, no break for you. What kind of, now what play, character are you playing, man? I always like to hear about your characters ever since you played Simp Jesus. Uh, I, I mean, Simp Joseph. Joseph. Simp Joseph. So I got to hear what kind of character uh-huh. you're playing. So these characters, thankfully, not not a simp. I play <laughs> uh, who like likes to cause pr- cause trouble, and I'm like, oh, you you cast the black person as the trouble causing troll. All mm. right, that's fine. I see you. Um, and then I play this reindeer who's kind of like like the hero. He's like Yoda, actually. A reindeer. Mm-hmm. Um, like they can talk and shit. Uh-huh. This sounds pretty trippy, man. Booty. I was just about to say it's because I have a big booty. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, they, they, so I'm also a reindeer. Putting you on the stroll. They are putting me on the stroll. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw my, I saw my costume and I'm like, oh. No, <laughs> this is, uh, memorable, if you will. Yeah, like, I gotta, I guess I'll stick to the Atkins diet for the, uh, right, like, remainder. they try to, it's not shade. I, I mean, I don't think they meant it as shade. Yeah. But um, when we get our like our contract and everything, and they say, well, here are all the benefits that you get for working for this theater company, and you know, like free parking and discounts at all these places. But they're also like, well, there's a Bally's across the street from the theater, and you can go for free. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so you mean you want me to go to the gym? Every- okay. <laughs> All well, right. hey, it is the holidays and all, guys, and uh, we know everybody be eating and drinking. Not too much banana pudding, if you know what I'm saying. But uh, and, uh we can't alter your costume every five days. Right. So, uh, <laughs> maybe just spend a couple minutes on the treadmill. That is a lot of pressure, man. I was reading about how um, uh, Carrie Washington uh is pregnant, and she they're is. gonna have to cut like I want to say either two or four episodes of Scandal out of the season. Yeah. I'm um, really actually sad. Yeah, I got kind of mad at her. Uh, yeah, and I can't like, even... How dare you be happy? Right, what are you doing trying to have a life outside of this shit? What am I supposed <laughs> to do with my four Thursdays? That's a month of Thursdays. Right. But uh, she uh, she's going on... like, And it's kind of weird because it's like as an actor, it's funny when you can get away with that shit and when you can't. Because I remember um, the girl who played Cordelia... Uh, tried to uh for Angel, mm-hmm. she tried to pull that shit and ruined the whole season because they had to like change the whole storyline yeah. uh about and all this stuff, and um she ended up getting fired behind that shit and it was like yeah everybody that has a job related to what you do does not care about the miracle of life, but exactly. but when it comes to someone of uh, Carrie Washington's stature who's basically the heart and soul of that show, she is the show. Yeah, she can do what she wants. Yeah. yeah. She well, also weighs three pounds. I was pregnant during the Cosby Show. They like clearly they weren't going to get rid of her, or they weren't going to like recast her with a light skin like they did on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Right. <laughs> they, um, you look they, like, different, Aunt Viv. All kinds of creative ways to hide her pregnancy, but that's because she was a big star. Right. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's about cachet, man. But um, it's really weird though, because like. You said uh if you just put on some weight, like as a dude, you can't be like, but I'm pregnant. Like Yeah. <laughs> ain't, ain't no out for that shit, bro. It's just no, you just fat nigga. You need so to get fat, to that Bally's 
we pay for your membership. I don't know what the problem is. Your free ass membership. So work your fat ass out. Yeah. <laughs> right. No sympathy. And exercise. No sympathy at all. I went from being a simp to having no sympathy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be eating something. Ready? They're gonna smack it out your hands. Put this down. I eat some tofu. <laughs> right. Like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, man. Well, listen. This is the Blackout Tips podcast, and you can find us at theblackouttips.com. Um, and it's December, so it means it's about time for Christmas, which means, by extension, that is the holiday season. Which means, by even more extension, that it's time for Nagasaki bombs, y'all. They are back. Nagasaki bombs. Mm-hmm. I can um, try one of them for people that oh, don't know. Delicious. Uh, I have myself some sake. Right here in the shot glass. Uh, oh, it's actually a blackout tip shot glass, so that's cool. Um, and I got myself this. Did you this- get that from the Black Guy Who Tips store? Yes, and you can too. All you have to do is go to theblackouttips.com and click on shop at our store. Um, but uh, you take the you take the sake, you put it in a shot glass, and then you fill up a, a glass with uh, a little bit of eggnog. Mm-hmm. And then you drop it in there, and, and you just gobble it down real quick, and it's so good. I feel so honored that we're here to witness the first Nagasaki bombs of the season. Oh it's my god! So good. It's a huge <coughs> shout out to Bill from Delaware. <laughs> it's so good. I wish my sperm tastes like this, guys. It's, oh it's my that god. good. <laughs> Wouldn't be able to beat the lady. You will if you drink enough of them. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you had to beat him off with a stick. You sure would. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I guess he's ready to go again. I want some more Nagasaki. I know. Like, I can't. Like, dudes be I need to hydrate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you can find us at theblackoutist.com. You can do a bunch of cool stuff there. Donate to the show. Become a premium subscriber. Leave uh, comments on the site. Vote in the polls. Leave comments on your votes in the polls. We appreciate everybody that does that. Um, you can also do stuff like uh, email the show, leave us five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher, and we promise to read them on the show. Go vote for us in uh, the Stitcher uh, Podcast Awards. It's still yes. going on. Uh, go to our Facebook page. It should be the first post you see. Mm-hmm. But um, <clears throat> if you go there, uh, vote for us for the most original show, and then vote for all of our friends in other categories, man. I, yeah, like us. Mm-hmm, like What's the T is one of our friends. Vote for them, too. We just uh, trying to get that nomination. You know, that's that's where I was at with it last year, and I actually am back there this year. I was just like, there's so much m- more people doing podcasts now. It's like, yeah. it's like all I'll keep looking at is like, well, they kind of do a show that is similar to ours, and I don't want to be against them. Let's not compete, y'all. So I don't want to be against y'all. I sure don't want to be against the Reed. Like mm. I just want us to get nominated. Yeah. Uh, by the way, shout out to the Reed and shout out to Black Astronauts Podcast. The Reed got written up in I think Business um, Insider yeah. dot com mm-hmm. today. Yeah. Congratulations the to them. Uh, it's a show that we listen to and the Black Astronauts Podcast uh, and the Ladies Launch. Uh, uh, volume like the spinoff kind of the Black Astronauts podcast, they got written about at Madame Noir. So, yep. congrats to both of them, man. It's good to see podcasts blowing up and stuff. Um, yeah, and it's all and it's a good look for everybody when that happens because uh, like if you're if you have a show and you're out there listening, and you're like, man, why we ain't get written up or whatever? You have any jealousy? Don't be because no, we just list. 
a lot of these shows man like if you go to any like you go to stitcher you go to itunes and you look at the bottom they're gonna say related shows and it's gonna be yep. some shows that either you're one of those shows a show you listen to is one of them mm-hmm. and that's how people find each other man yep, and it doesn't it behoove anybody to turn it into anything negative so uh you know congrats to both of them man and, it, and like i said it really helps the whole entire like black podcast sphere it, shine it it, it, it does it and my, and my thing about it is that that stitcher thing is real because I am a huge Stitcher fan. I know a lot of people don't get Stitcher, don't like Stitcher, whatever. I love Stitcher. So to me, when I listen to your podcast, I literally do look at who you're connected to, and I will actually start clicking on them and saving them. I might not listen to you today or tomorrow, but eventually I'll get around, and I found some wonderful podcasts that way. Mm -hmm. And for me, it's just one of those things where – we would love for the Stitcher Awards for a lot of people, a lot of black podcasters to be nominated for the Stitcher Awards. And so I'm really, really um, just looking forward to it. So vote for us and vote for whoever your favorite podcast is. I'm I'm just excited. And I'm just thankful that people even consider us to even nominate us for it. Uh, also, uh, the official weapon of the show is the taser. An unofficial sport. Karen? Bullet ball. Okay. And extreme. I like how y'all had a cue and Karen blew hers. <laughs> <coughs> I'm a professional like, actor, Rod. It's my job. You know, I Karen needed a yes. Karen needs an understudy apparently. Um, I do. <laughs> Karen, don't ever let your understudy go on. That bitch is waiting to take your place. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> is Nicole, that a thing? We were, Nicole and I were in the show and her understudy was a dude and he could not wait to go on for her. <laughs> Is that a thing though? Like, it's a competition between you and your understudy? Not really, but I'll say this: I've been an understudy three times, and mm-hmm. all three of those times, the main person lost their job. Oh shit! I didn't know it was that real in these streets. It is. Mm. Uh, all right, man. I before we start, I actually have, um, and this is a long clip, but it's a clip from Balls Deep. I haven't done one of these clips in a while, but to promote the show, we had like a little funny skit thing that we did uh with rg3 and McNabb, and uh, i thought i'd play some of it for you guys here uh in the chat room and stuff and you guys can listen to it um and uh let me just start playing it now let me just let you guys do it hold on uh coach hold on one second let me see oh, uh, i gotta take this real quick coach hold on hello hey hey robert hey uh what's going on uh don don what's going on don hey hey he, he right here Hey, so I, I'm not going to say your name, but what's going on, D? Hey, uh, I'm going to be brief. Mm-hmm. But listen, I I want to give you some advice. Okay, let me try to walk into the other you Should I walk into the other room? I'm not I, trying to tell you what to do, young brother. Mm-hmm. You know, I... Huh? What? Not, Nobody. I'm just... It's my girl, man. Not, it's my to, white girl. <laughs> Go ahead, man. I'm not trying to tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to preach to you. I'm just saying I've been in this situation before. Right. And tell me what to do about what, old man? Old nigga, what the fuck you think you know about oh, my life? No. Nigga, I'm a black quarterback in post-racial America I'm where Obama's been the president. I, I the like, fuck you want? I like white women, too. Oh, just you? I had, I had a few okay. white girlfriends in the past. I, but you married a black one like a fucking sellout. Hold on one second. Hold on one second, David. Huh? Yeah, Coach, I'm going uh, to be in there in a sec. Hey, make sure you cut my... Cut my interception out of game tape. All right, go back, man. What was you saying? Uh, what was you saying, Donovan? Fast forward three months later. Oh, is this? Robert, I don't, I don't know any. Um, <clears throat> hello. 
Hey, um, Mr. McNabb. It's me, um, RG3. Oh, oh, that Robert. Oh, yes, oh. Yes. Uh, How you doing, young man? I was just calling. Um, I'm actually, I'm actually in the closet at the practice facility. They don't know I'm in. <laughs> I'm not supposed to be talking to you right now. Um, How can I help you? How can I help you? Uh, you need a Campbell soup recipe? You want it? No, nah, I just, uh, first of all, I just wanted to know I uh, respect you so much. And um, hmm. things have, uh, I don't know, if you, have you been watching the news? Uh, I don't know if you know this, but I'm actually an analyst. Oh, you an no. analyst? Oh, they just told me you was an old janitor that used to work here. Um, well, you know, I, I spared some time early in the season when I tried to give you a call. Uh, my you was too busy in front of your um your daddy. You I know, mean, and I apologize. Coach. I apologize for that because I I was wrong. Um, what what do you do? Um, oh, hold when, on one second. Hold on one second. Yeah, yes, hold sir. On, yes, on. sir. Yes, my beautiful African queen. Have, have you ever like been in a situation when white people just stop talking to you? Because I was wondering like what you do when like none of the like and your teammates won't talk to you because. They think that, that that you you know you think you're too good for them, and and your white woman won't like come see you and stuff like. Oh oh, I'm back. I, I missed everything you oh. said just now. I, I'm sorry. I, I was you know I had something on the stove. Oh, oh no, nah, it's cool. I, it's I missed cool. what you said. No, nah, it, it's cool. Don't oh, you even got worry my full it. attention now. You got my full okay, attention. Okay. Well, look, man. I, I'm just trying to say that. Huh, hold on one second. Hold on. Huh, uh. Oh, somebody's in here. Put me on hold. So somebody's in here, please. I just told this. Uh, it's it's. Time is I just need a, a couple. I'm just getting some more balls, Coach. Please, just I just need a second. I'm not on the phone. I'm not. I'm not talking to anybody. I think you were right. And uh, do you have any advice for like a third string quarterback that's trying to like get back on starting again? You keep your white woman. I love me some. It's all pink in the middle. So okay, all it's right. all pink in the middle. Oh, so I don't gotta give that up. No, it's all pink in the middle. Oh, thank God! But you need to cut your hair. Cut my, cut my hair. It's for your hairline. It has nothing to do with okay with football. It's for your hairline. All right, no, no problem, Mr. McNabb. Thank you so much. Uh, one, uh, you one know, last. I would oh, also one, like to ask hold on, boy. Hold on, yes, boy. Yes, sir. Yes, hold sir. on, boy. Yes, sir. You see, we went through this last time. Uh, um, you're right, and I apologize. One, one last thing. One last thing. Yes, sir. Uh. I need for you to invest in some Campbell Soup stock. Um, yeah, so that was a clip from <laughs> Ball <Beat. laughs> What the hell is wrong with y'all? <laughs> wow. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we try to do something interesting every show. And, um, somehow I found the, uh, phone ringing sound effect during the middle of that show. And, uh, we got kind of silly with, uh, some RG3 stories. And, uh, That's amazing. Thanks, man. You know, I pride myself on being a Thespian. Also, of the audio version. Um, like you have a bunch of IMDb credits. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like to brag. I don't like to brag, but you know. Um, <clears throat> speaking of bragging, I won the Blackout Tips Fantasy Football League. Mm-hmm. How much, how did, how much did I win? God, like how, how good was it to win? First of all, Karen, I don't know why you're saying that. You finished 11 out of 12. Not bad. <laughs> 11 out of 12. I mean, you beat one person. Oh, no. I was terrible in this league. Uh, okay, Karen. <laughs> I had a total of 1,542 points. Next highest was 1,299, and that was Sterling. So, good. Congratulations, Sterling. 
uh you did not finish in the money though so not congratulations there you will not get paid um (laughs) i didn't even realize last week was the championship because i was beating people so bad you know like you ever just beat people so bad that you just don't even keep up with the competition because you like what's the point of concentrating on you what I'm doing so good. I know you spent $25 million on promotion for your album, but I just put, I'm just gonna put mine out. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, and just yeah, let them know. Shade. That, so I, you know, I kind of, uh, I kind of beyonce the league. Um, shout out to my man who came in second. My man, uh, Paul Hills on, on Twitter. Um, good job, bruh. Um, you almost got me. It was a very close competition. Uh, for the last game, I believe the final score was 181 to 80. So you were only 101 points away from beating me. Uh, so if your kicker last night, for example, would have had about 106 more points, it would have been a close game. You, like, you, you know what? You was in it, dog. Don't give up. All, all I gotta say is shout out to the people who got that kicker and the kicker scored all the points for the Ravens. Yeah. Okay. For example, Karen, like, let's right. say, let's say he had that t- kicker, right? Mm-hmm. That kicker got about 26 points. I would have still beat him by like a hundred points. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you do the <laughs> math, like it's, it's interesting. You know, I just thought it was interesting ways to view the math. The way that I had whooped everybody's ass in this league. Mm-hmm. I was 11 and one. I did lose one game mm-hmm. to Antoine Span, Mr. Span from the Span Report podcast. I uh, appreciate you, bro. You beat me and, uh, it took a lot out of your team because you didn't even finish in the money, dog. It's like you got it. I was your Super Bowl in week two and, uh, you did something that nobody else was able to do <laughs> as I continued to go 11 and one and whoop Every, I mean, everybody's ass. Uh, Larian, you almost had me a couple weeks ago, man, but, um, you forgot that, um, I don't, I never fall asleep, bro. I never, I, uh-huh. you'll never catch me, you'll never catch me in my socks, uh, butt up on the bed, uh-huh. ever. So, all y'all, um, in conclusion, uh, for everybody that played, and that goes for, uh, Karen, William, Gene, Terry, Antonio, Dwayne, uh, Mr. Span, Sterling, Jawan, Larry, and Paul, suck my dick. Thank you very much. <laughs> with all y'all's ass. Better luck next year when I take your money again, you chumps. All right, man, let's get into the show. Mm, oh, um, my God. <laughs> it was a uh, very, very fun, very fun spirited league this year. And uh, I'll send the payments out to the people who finish in the top four, man. We got you guys. And uh, thanks for helping us make this league so good. And we appreciate your donations. Donations to hey look you the one that didn't do any waiver wire moves on your team Karen I didn't say anything all year I said just let let's look at him it's like when you look at a kid trying to tie their shoes just like look at him it's oh, adorable oh. independent black media you mm-hmm. leave her alone yep join our league uh so next year we'll open it up here's the part here's the thing that's funny uh next year we'll have uh way too many people to do the league again like. I, I was like, hey, guys, I opened up this league. If you guys want to, god damn, it's full. Yeah, within like minutes, it was literally full. Why do they sign up to have me talk shit? I'll never know. But, I don't uh, like LARPing, so I don't play fantasy football. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, Dang. speaking of which, <laughs> let's talk about Nicole's real football team. What's going on, dog? What is going on, Nicole? Our, Romo. Wait, let me just tell you, I sent a text to my brother like, 
I hate Tony Romo and our fuck ass defense. <laughs> and he texts me back like, Jason Garrett could eat a dick. I'm so tired of him. Like, it's December. I mean, what else do you expect? It, it really it's is. It's like clockwork. I do not understand it. And the thing is like, the thing about Tony Romo, he had those games where he'll have like 500 yards, but they'll still lose. The problem is, and I'm just going to say, like I said about the OJ conspiracy, I think his son did it. Here's the Tony Romo conspiracy. He's not a leader. He's not a leader. He doesn't care. It like Troy Aikman waited until he was retired to get married. He wasn't out here dating Jessica Simpson and all going on vacation and smiling as smooth Kiki with Carrie Underwood. He played football. He was a quarterback. He led the team to victory because that's what you do when you're a quarterback. Tony Romo don't care about winning. He care about collecting checks. He is, this is my favorite time of year, by the way. The annual December swoon of the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I'm really. Like Cowboys play like a championship team for September, October, and November, and in December they play like the Jaguars. It, every yeah, year. Yeah. It's, and, like, it really is when I start hanging the mistletoe. Yeah, and, and the, <laughs> the, the sad part about it is that people can say what they want to say about Dez Bryant. But Dad's Brown's like, God damn it, I'm good. And fuck you, Tony Romo. You got May out here looking all crazy, throwing interceptions. How? is a great player. Can we talk about our defense? Can we talk about why we let the most competent coach on the staff go? Yeah. uh, Y'all also uh, let a nigga who could not score on Thanksgiving had several receivers go zero for, like no receptions, no yards. Y'all let this nigga get five touchdowns and a half. I was like, what is going on? If it wasn't the Cowboys, I would have been like, so like, oh, this is crazy. But it's like, because it's the Cowboys, I was like, I guess that makes sense. I mean, I live in the fascist state of North Carolina. So the Panthers game was on and I am too casual of a sports fan to pay for red zone. So so I didn't watch the game. And I also, I think I'm janky. Like I just stopped watching the games four weeks ago. (laughs) And just my blood pressure and whatever, like at this point, I don't know. It's, it's the it's the conundrum of being a Cowboys fan. People want you to kill yourself and tell you how much your team sucks. But then if I root for another team, then I'm like a bandwagoner. So yeah, you definitely can't to, switch. Like you gotta. At this point, you can't switch. Yeah, you gotta take this whooping. Like that's just <laughs> I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna take it. But I also am rooting for Cam and the Panthers. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. You can have yeah. a secondary thing, but you yeah. like you know what the thing is with Cowboys fans, and it's not that it's individually all of them, but like collectively we all have that obnoxious ass cowboy fan i like, don't know these people i've been i talk to leonard about this all the time like mm-hmm. i do not know these people i, I do them. we got family members thanksgiving been to look, sports yeah, bars thanks because this is the thing right and this and this is the, the fan base's fault thanksgiving we all spend time with our family mm-hmm. and if you black Somebody in your family, family. like the Cowboys. Oh, That's just a motherfucking fact. Skins, yeah. Unless you, unless your family is like four people, somebody like the Cowboys. Or the somebody, Oh, somebody definitely like the Redskins, yes, by the way, yeah. too. Redskins and Cowboys. Because they had the black quarterback win it. So Steelers. It's like a lot of black people jump oh, ship. Oh, yeah, Karen, the Steelers, for sure. Yeah, somebody like this. So you go to the game, and then who do they have play on fucking Thanksgiving? Cowboys. Cowboys. And the Cowboys normally win that Thanksgiving game. And they be talking shit, and then they builds up this ire in everybody else 
and when you get to december and they start losing it's like you just want to find them like i want to text my uncle randy right now ah uh, yes because he was talking shit it's taking everything in my power to just be mature about this and be like it's cool bro but i want to text him and be like yeah it ain't so easy when it's not the raiders is it nigga but i don't do that <laughs> i don't do that because i'm a mature you know person. what it is too i think it's because the size of the machine of us being quote-unquote america's team yeah. and we ain't seen we ain't want to play off game in like 19 years so i think people are just really really upset about that like yeah i don't know i feel like people root against the cowboys harder than they root for their own team some I, people do kind of sad i do sometimes um, depending I, on the record yeah but i also see you like actually rooting for the eagles a lot of people yeah. i don't even know who their team is i just know they hate <laughs> You know, yeah, you do got people out there. Like the that. other thing too, man, is like because it happens annually, um, it's really the Cowboys are the only team that when they melt down, uh-huh. it just becomes such a soap opera because like they lost this game. The coach is like, "Hey, man, I ain't called that play. Like I told a nigga not to do that shit." And then the the the, the wide receiver dads who I identify with because I would have been so high like i really like i know people are like he shouldn't have done that but i really would have been like is this or it's like putting my hands on you tony and i'm gonna go to the locker room cop in the shower before you get in there and just get my mind right bro because he walked off that field a little early and i was like do what you gotta do dad because i know that you really about to do some like racism to this dude at this point right (laughs) it's about to be one of the moments where you just like what happened uh they said i choked you like i just i walked over to shake your hand after the game and like i don't know my hands just wrapped around your neck tony like i saved you with that fucking touchdown that you underthrew in the end zone i just blacked out yeah <laughs> i thought that would be enough but apparently it's never enough is it tony like i would have flipped out Somebody man said i called you a bitch ass nigga i don't even remember that <laughs> like, who did me you got tape let me see the tape yeah they said i slapped your mama was she even there i don't remember but uh part is it's i mean our defense is horrible like mm. horrible but i mean let's not talk about horrible defenses well uh <laughs> every team in the league has scored 30 points on us this year but uh, who, who, who's, your, who's your team reggie you like the colts oh yeah nigga y'all terrible now man i i can't help i can't help it man i kind of hate on andrew luck because people was using him as the go-to white dude that hit on young black quarterbacks yep i know it makes me really sad that that happened yeah like i don't mean to have residual hate because i like him and i like watching him play me too but anytime he make any mistake i'm like oh look at him look at him throwing them picks like i'll be <laughs> be trying to prove a point man it's my agenda dog so i'm sorry man that it had to be him but it's yeah fine. no it's totally fine it's fine i'm just happy we won more than five games this year yeah, y'all actually uh about, might be about to go back to the playoffs again. So I mean, it's looking oh, pretty no, good. We, we won our division thanks to Peyton. Yeah, uh, he yeah. Us, he helped us clinch the division. Texas. I mean, our division is horrible. Our whole division got tossed up on Sunday. Oh, nigga! <laughs> like whole division. Do you realize? Listen, not only the reason that that game resonated with me with the Cowboys losing. Not only did the Eagles blow it against men of fucking soda, some dude named Asiata got three touchdowns. He will never start another game in his life. Ever. But um, I was like, we need the Cowboys to lose. So when it started happening, because I watched that whole game, like, these niggas ain't even going to lose. Ain't this some fucking bullshit? big time. Like, here they go again, trying to make it come down to week 17, and then they threw that pick, and I said, thank you, Romo. Thank you, base <laughs> Romo. And I was so 
happy because everybody had lost. So it set us up to get back in first. And the terrible thing is, as horrible as we are, we're only one game out of first. <laughs> I know. It's, NFC is the worst. Um, but all right, man, we'll move on. I just had to celebrate my Christmas cheer. Um, <laughs> I like that celebrating Christmas cheer was getting drunk, talking shit about fantasy football, and talking shit about Nicole's team. So that is... <laughs> A Christmas. You were nice about it, though. At least you didn't tell me to kill myself. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. I don't know. People take it too far. Um. Uh, speaking of which, sorry about telling y'all to suck my dick. People that lost in the fantasy league. All right. You're not sorry, Rod. Don't lie. Let's. <laughs> you know who I'm not. not sorry at all. You know what people aren't are gonna be sorry about? Did you guys know Facebook is adding new autoplay video ads? Oh God. Mm-hmm. Autoplay, which means you go in that shit automatically start playing. Yeah. First of all. That's gonna fuck up a lot of people's jobs. A yes, because they don't even know this is gonna happen, and you just gonna click on Facebook secretly, and that shit's just gonna pop up and blow up through your phone or through your computer. But uh, Mark Zuckerberg is just really trying to ruin people's lives this week. First, that instant direct video to Instagram. Now this. Mm-hmm. I like how um everybody went immediately to I'm gonna get dicks. Like then he was like, yeah, you can get DMs now, and uh, they'll be instantly to your to your inbox. Oh God, it's gonna be a deluge of dicks. Yeah, basically. yeah. Basically, that's what it's gonna be like. That's uh, what I said on our show yesterday. Yeah, like, just I, dicks I everywhere. I see mine. I'm like, I ain't gonna click on that shit. I don't, I don't, I don't know who you are. Get away yeah. from me. Oh man, I wish it worked Random the other way, dicks, man. No. I would, I wish it worked the other way where I could just like, where I would be like, oh, they look, they did what? Instagram's just gonna let you direct message. Oh God, I'm just gonna get so many titties in my inbox. Just titties left and right everywhere, dude. I'm oh these ladies. They gotta I mean, calm just, down. Some dudes got you inbox. Never know, Rod. You just you just might get like a deluge. <laughs> I would love Drink. I would love a titty like titty gate. I would just love to be like, <laughs> Oh, I can't even get to my phone that's vibrating with titties so much and but yeah, yeah I don't think it's gonna happen. Because women are like, if I send this, my titties would be going down instagram no thank you not with me ladies your titties are safe with me um there's a word about audio auto video play ads uh i mean auto play video ads they are a bad idea not just bad yeah. like junk in your mailbox but bad like someone planting a vegas billboard outside your window that turns on anytime you want to admire the scenery um Basically. but uh, apparently um facebook has decided uh by by uh sending this out uh this press release uh, compelling sight, sound, and motion are often integral components of great marketing campaigns, particularly when brands want to f- increase awareness and attention over a short period of time. From launching new products to shifting brand sentiment, these this video format is ideal for marketers who are looking to make a large-scale impact and for people who will discover more great content in their ne- news feed. I have a question. Did anybody tell them nobody gives a fuck about these videos today you, and these you know shit they're posting down? Now, I want to say, for the record, I think they were doing something really cool earlier this year with advertising where like the first post on your page is like somebody you know, but then the second post is always like an ad catered to things you talk about. Yeah. And that, that's worked on me a few times. Where I'm like, oh, the Xbox One. Yeah, I do like that. Yeah, and I'll like, like something and click on it totally. Yeah, so I like that. Like it's, it's smooth. It's subliminal. It doesn't really fuck up my experience. Yes, I can yeah. scroll right past it if Which I don't like fine. it. Um, but yeah, it is a little much to add, uh, you know, this kind of thing. Now, at just like Twitter with the block function, I still feel like it's a pro, it's a platform somebody made. They got to make money off of it. If it's a, if it works, 
fine and if not then people just won't go as much or people might log out and delete their accounts and then that'll that'll prove the market will prove what's right ain't you know? that the yeah truth. that's true so i ain't gonna complain too much uh did you guys speaking of complaining too much did you guys know drake dissed kendrick lamar is he suicidal uh drake dissed kendrick lamar i have the song here he did Wait, it oh Ari graham mm-hmm that's really maybe the stupidest thing anyone's done all year. Would you guys like to hit a verse? Of course I would. All right, he's on a song with. By the way, this is. I'm so I'm so sick of this when they do the, let me go on your song and diss this dude. Right. So sick of this shit. Like he's on Future song, shit remix dissing Kendrick Lamar. So. Like why can't you be like Common and just make your own remix? Yeah, just diss him on your. Yeah, diss him on your shit. What's wrong with that? Or diss him on, diss, find, find a way places. Kendrick is finding places to diss you <laughs> with no problem. So just, just find a place to diss, you know, to diss back. That's all. Here we go. DJ Esco. They, they really went with that. Tear the club up. So. Right. In 2013. The coolest DJ in the world. By the way, this, this DJ is overcompensating like shit, right? Right. <laughs> this mother, the biggest dick on a DJ you'll ever see. Tear the club up. Tear the club up. I get all the hoes. Believe me, you ain't got to check. Uh, all right. Oh, hold on. We might have lost Nick Jew. Hold on. Let me... I'm here. Oh, okay. All right. You... All right. Let me get back to playing it. All right. Yeah. We just trying to get a kid. Getting nervous. Break. I wanted to miss the, the Drake diss. all of drake's part and i won't subject you guys to future so we have standards here <clears throat> but uh yeah man um i just thought that was kind of interesting oh we lost reggie hold on let me add reggie back i don't know what's going on and nick you still there 
Yes, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Let me add Reggie back. We lost him for a second. He missed some of those bars. Hello? Yeah, what's up, Reggie? You missed some bars, man. I'm sorry. Damn, damn, damn. You ain't missed nothing. This shit's boring. (laughs) (laughs) He was doing a whole lot of rhyming the same word. He was like, oh. Say that again, Nick Nick Jew. Biggie? Hey, say that again. You broke up a little bit. Oh, we look. Uh oh, I said you a niggy. Oh, you a niggy. <laughs> no, I said you ain't biggie. <laughs> oh yeah, he not man. It's it's such a bad diss, man. I know he's trying to you know do something for for him and the, and the crew, but it it just came off so weak because he's just not that dude. No, I remember he's not. He used to be the guy that said diss me. You'll never hear a reply to it. And and, and I and I prefer that about him. And the only reason why is because. You ain't ready. It's it, you know it's 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 like you a little puppy dog. And you wanna you wanna bark at a lion, and then when that lion attacks you, you gonna look crazy because when Kendra come at you, it ain't gonna be nothing like this. This this shit right here is boring. Like because Roger played it one time. I, he was like he was. I was like, what is he talking about? This is boring. I zoned out. Wait, didn't like someone said Drake is the kind of dude that would fart in your toilet and flush it like. <laughs> Yeah, he's an extremely nice guy to be trying to do this shit, man. I don't right. get it. Like, you have a song with Beyonce. Like, you don't really need to be dissing Kendrick Lamar right He now. has a song with Aaliyah. She did. Mm-hmm. It's How old was he when Aaliyah was popular? Six? What right. is he doing? Yeah, it's it's just such a force, man. And then, you know he only dissed him because, like, people were telling him he had to. Like, and, and you don't have to do everything people say. Did he really brag about killing niggas on a hook that you singing while you crying? Come on now. Yeah. And like, I like that his comeback to Kendrick is like, you ain't real, but it's like, you ain't real. Like, like you ain't real. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. well, you I ain't real. Are, you ain't real. You getting real gangster in, in, in Toronto like, or what? Yeah. Like you were raised on the mean streets of, toronto by your white jewish mother okay yeah i mean yeah it just didn't i don't know it came off inauthentic and same as dodging bullets on rosecrans sure right because <laughs> none of that happened to kendrick that he made it all like up a cele- like a huge i don't know that people realize the magnitude of how famous he was in canada before he became a rapper here like government cheese in canada is probably havarti like okay <laughs> <laughs> government like, oh oh government cheese oh yeah you have brie okay nigga right government i actually have some bad parts like every major city but for the most part people from what i understand people don't even like lock their doors up there yeah if you got international like i mean if you got like national health care you can't really it can't be but so tough you know what i mean it's, it's like i kill you nigga so and then take you right. to the hospital well, you will be taken care of for free. See, I just... will see you in 12 minutes. Yeah, motherfucker. I just was trying to kind of have it for Aubrey, but, like, no. Yeah, it, it, and then, like, the other thing is if you're going to diss him, you just got to do it with way more authority. Like, if he would have came with his, like, started from the bottom type of flow... Yeah. And maybe, like, you know, something like that, and I think I guess- it would have worked, but... It felt like he just put this out because people, it's like when you tell somebody they have to fight, like, oh, you gonna take that? And he's like, oh, I guess I gotta say something. 
because like the lyricism wasn't even there where he's just like because you a fuck nigga and not nah, fuck niggas yeah. and you really gotta go going fuck nigga yeah. like what oh wow yeah and, and, and i guess my thing is this and maybe uh the way i vision a comeback a lot of times when people are doing this, you have very bassy, it's very beat-oriented, boom, boom, boom. And then a lot of times you're very aggressive in your voice because you're supposed to be angry, right? right. My misunderstanding. So to me, I didn't get any of that. You could you could have put that on your album and I wouldn't have known the difference. Wow. See, Aubrey, if you're listening, if you need help on a diss, Karen can coach you on dissing. <laughs> ah! like, when, she, when Karen spit that ether-like a couple of episodes ago about the motherfuckers that got on her nerves that's how you record a diss track aubrey not this yeah to do like beyonce and just sample karen uh right. at the end of your song <laughs> 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 be like you're a fuck nigga and we don't fuck with niggas that fuck niggas because they change niggas listen okay first of all beyonce be like oh okay that's oh. how that's how you do it. you you bring some bass yeah i don't think drake said it but i feel dissed um yeah. so uh speaking of Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Did you guys hear about Target deciding that they're not going to sell her album? Yep, and what? I hope everybody boycotts boycotts Target so I can go up in there without lines. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm boycotting Walmart until Target sells this album. Okay, <laughs> uh, you won't catch me up in a Walmart uh, until because you know. Uh, Wait, Rod. All the women be at Walmart. All the women be at Walmart. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she buy dish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know they be up in Wally 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 World, but um, <laughs> me personally, I prefer a Target, Um and uh, I will pay the extra dollar per item to I not deal with Walmart. To try to boycott Target because it's just like Chick Fil A. I don't think people are going to stop shopping at Target. Yeah, oh, and no, they're not. I wonder why they're not selling it. Let me read this article because I was just like, I saw the title. I was like, why not, nigga? Like, don't y'all like money? money? Like, don't you want the revenue? Yeah, this is selling the most ever. Just get some, get some of that. Uh, maybe they'll stop by and get a Lady Gaga CD. You got those collecting dust right <laughs> next to the shit. Show them. Yeah, well, like, like build the Beyonce display out of Lady Gaga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. Uh, uh, maybe go ahead, Katie. Uh, 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 pick up some of that Katy Perry and let it roar. Right. Maybe it'll accident. Maybe Katy Perry and Lady Gaga will accidentally fall into the shopping cart of other people trying yeah. to, because they're in a panic to get that Beyonce okay. so bad that it just. <laughs> oh, they get home. They was like, oh shit, I got three CDs. Yeah, I guess I'll pay for these too. I mean, what does it matter? Or you could be like uh, Sierra. When her album sold 12 copies, they were giving away free Pizza Hut pizzas with every purchase. Yeah. Um, I saw hers on, <laughs> like, I, and I don't mean a diss, but I saw hers on Groupon. <laughs> yeah. Her album went bamboo. Yeah. Oh, that, for real? Yeah, I saw it on Groupon for real, dog. And then that wasn't that bad, but what, the one that hurt my heart is Goody Mob album was on Groupon. And I was like, man, oh. I can't even believe it, dog. Like, this, the star gone. The stars on the voice. Yeah, they also believe in no promotion. Um, right, because they can't afford no. Promotion. Right, right. <laughs> somebody go watch somebody quote me on Twitter with this shit, and then that uh, that one dude gonna pop up. Cujo gonna pop in my mentions and shit. Um, anyway, uh, at Target, we focus on offering our guests a wide assortment of physical CDs, and when a new album is available digitally before it is available physically, it impacts demand and sales projections. Target spokesman Erica Jolowski, J- wait, Jokowski said, um, she continues, 
while there are many aspects that contribute to our approach and we have appreciated partner with beyonce in the past we are primarily focused on offering cds that will be available in a physical format at the same time as all the other formats at this time target will not be carrying beyonce's new self-titled album beyonce and what makes you think that the people that uh got the um uh download might not want to turn around and purchase a physical cd well not just that but i mean you do realize it's not only going to sell eight hundred thousand copies right come on now. it will continue to sell more copies and you just they will get them from you right then really like that's like saying oh well the departed came out in the movie theaters first so we're not going to (laughs) put the dvd in store when it comes out on dvd yeah people might have already seen the movie by then you know i mean we we like it when it's released the same time like man you better go get your money do they do they not think they're gonna i i think somebody there made a terrible financial decision was like well the shit is is everywhere why are we gonna have physical cds collected does you not know when the shit hit there people gonna buy it there was i already got the digital copy i already got the videos shit now i got something that i can physically hold on to yeah they they should know like like nicole is allergic to itunes like she can't even fuck with itunes so they need to have a cd there for her right and if you like something you gonna get multiple i have bought like 15 copies of the alchemist and just giving it to people so but but, you know it's fine beyonce like adamantium anyway without them so yeah that's true she don't need them but it was i was like y'all niggas making a statement for no reason Yes, you um, are. I remember on Twitter today, I said, I mean, no, Facebook, I said comedians, because I've been listening to some com- comedian podcasts, three guys on, JL Covey. I've been seeing it on my timeline on Facebook and on Twitter. Comedians keep saying, like, Louis C.K. did this before Beyonce. So it's basically like the same thing. And I'm mm, like, no, it's, it's actually different it because is. um her non-disclosure agreement game is light years ahead of Louis C.K. Light years. Like, like- Buzz Lightyear. Niggas was under threat of death, dog. <laughs> no one knew this. This shit came out. Like, if there's ever been an argument about Beyonce and Jay being an Illuminati, it's now. Like, but, right. <laughs> before this, I felt like y'all just forcing it. After this, I'm like, okay, I can see a point. No one's done this. Yeah, that, she was probably like, anything leak, we will come to your house and kill you. Yeah. No, people were like threatening people that had the IP address to the torrents. They're like, if I find your IP address, I'm sending that shit to Beyonce. Like, God damn, nigga. <laughs> right. It's Everybody like, ain't got 1599. Wait. <laughs> right. They're like, you gonna wait the week, okay? You gonna wait that week and you, you're not fucking up not one <laughs> sale for Beyonce, dog. I'm scared to tell people me and Karen share iTunes account. You never know what's right. gonna happen. I know. But, um, yeah, it's, it was just kind of uh, funny because I was like, you know, Louis C.K., while, you know, credit to him for doing everything by himself and stuff, he also kind of has a smaller production to put together, like, a show. Mm-hmm. Um, not that that's a, yeah, not that that's a little thing. Yeah. But when you're working with, I don't know, Pharrell. Come on and making videos and dancing outside and, and shit. Timbaland, right. And all them motherfucking dancers licking your titties and shit. Mm-hmm. You got all them people somebody gonna somebody gonna leak something you you, did 17 videos so you have to think with the videos you have to think you have the hair artist the makeup artist the clothes artist you have the people there exchanging clothes like like it's it's so much more to it yeah you know you you got the production crew you got the camera crew you got the people that had to edit so you got all these people involved all them african dancers you stealing them dance moves from exactly 
it's an undertaking is what i'm saying emphasis on taking and people and, and people borrowing right it's under borrowing and people got you know people get upset about it or whatever but i was just like you know i think beyonce might have done that like my did what nick you broke up a little bit she did that men in black like after everybody got done for the day she just she put the little red light in front of them yeah yep ah. like you weren't at a you weren't at my video shooting you actually uh you actually just filmed a porno <laughs> she did i mind tricked them yeah. yeah you just made a sex tape um this speaking of people that didn't get it though um gita dial who writes for slate.com um I read that article i'm so upset i've been collecting all the think pieces on beyonce's album um i just enjoy reading people overanalyze the cd because everybody's it's like everyone has an agenda and they got to make their point um well this lady's no different um i thought slate.com was like a reputable spot me too but uh after reading this shit i was like do y'all have an editor like someone that looks at y'all shit for you put it up so they could be like no nigga no this didn't even make sense um so she wrote this piece basically saying that um beyonce and daft punk set out to make michael jackson's thriller um I, i agree beyonce said it in her video about the album um she was inspired by thriller um that punk has said it also about their album cool and it's not a problem no rest of the article basically doesn't talk about that shit at all oh it's one of those things where you like come and say this is what i'm gonna talk about but not really i really want to talk about some other shit but i'm gonna do this just so you read the goddamn article she first she tried to take away the idea of a stealth album release away from beyonce and say well david bowie did it earlier this year uh with the next day release but uh but did this shit sell like this that's the question no yeah, uh, okay yeah it didn't set no record no it sure didn't um and also uh daft punk kind of um had minimal type of promotion but it was still promotion it was like a 15 second clip of a song it during the middle of a football game that's actually the same thing as promoting but, it, guys yes it is like and is, the song that Beyonce like was the the song that was on the Super Bowl commercial wasn't even on. It's not even on the album. Right. So um, she basically tried to say, well, you know, like, well, the, the other people have kind of done this. No, they haven't. Second no, of all, the other part of her uh, art, uh, the thing that I disagree with, she was trying to say, like, and this is so personal. It's like I went to Europe this year and when I was there, people were playing. um singles in the club and everybody was more worried about the single so i found it really strange that beyonce was more worried about the album and not just a hot single i was like but that's what makes people better like it to me like that's what makes kendrick lamar's album better you know what i mean yes, because, because he thought about the entirety of an album not just like yeah. can i get a hot single like that's what separates people from you know good from bad and that's you know that's what makes an album like thriller timeless rather than just um no dance floor exactly yeah no no offense to um to uh dad punk's album but you know if if all people remember from dad punk's album is get lucky then they're gonna feel like that's not what we wanted we want people right you know um so i thought that was interesting yeah the woman's the she said that in the article yeah yeah um uh, yeah she right she says even though i think later on people will only remember get lucky from this album i'm like yeah then that's not good that's not right. good that's not their goal no one remembers one song from thriller 
they remember <laughs> the whole album and that's and that's the thing it's about a collection of albums and even beyond because they was talking to beyonce about it she was like i i want i want to get back to the feel of a whole album and not just people just plucking and picking individual songs which people are gonna do that regardless don't get me wrong right. yeah. but it's just one of those things where she's like it's better to get it all together then one here, one here, one there. And then by the time you get the album, you've heard everything on it. And a lot of times people are highly disappointed because it was like, I've already heard all this right, shit. Because nothing is going to be single ladies. They're like, oh, the rest of these songs aren't that good compared to put a ring on it. But it's all out at the same time. Yeah, yep. it's, it's crazy, man, to even think that people have to like parse shit like that because it just sounds like they're trying so hard to like get at her through like and it's little nitpicky shit like that it's like why would you like to make a complete album it's like just accept the premise you don't have to like take that away from her like it's a bad thing like no one else is trying to do this um and like it's not harder you Come know on now um right. but we get to the point where um i i really well she lost me because you know she she said that beyonce's album is fabulous so cool like that's what critics do now is they put that that one sentence in there while they talking shit about you right like account <laughs> like account like uh you gonna spend uh you really gonna spend 90 percent of this shit on me well i said the album was fabulous so i think uh, it was a fair assessment voice uh nick Jew, you sound like transformer what what what'd you say <laughs> uh, i might have to call nick Jew's cell phone hold on um let me just all right. Yeah, she's she's breaking down on us. All right. Um, but but uh, like Nick I also j- don't like appreciate how people are completely glossing over the intellectual aspect of her album. Like I have to say, Beyonce is a great singer and like a hell of an entertainer. But I never thought of her as like a thinker mm-hmm. per se. But the way that she approached this album, talking about like feminism and like the rights of women and women enjoying sex as much as men and like how women are obsessed with being pretty on the outside. I'm like, Oh, this album really is about shit that means something to you. I yes. Yeah. She's definitely stepping outside of the box with this too. Cause like she could just stay safe. She don't have to do this. Right. She doesn't have to. And people will still buy all of her. Yeah. Albums. Like the, on the low, the album could have been whack and it would have sold this much. Like of course the initial amount that it sold is because people were like excited that it came out. Finally a Beyonce album. Right. Yeah. The fact that it's good and it's only getting stellar reviews from people is the icing on the cake. Nick Jew, you back? I'm back. All right. Cool. 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 Um, so let me, I'm glad you came back. Cause this is just really the mo- most important part that I want to read. Um, and this is where, uh, all of the shade, on this lady uh gita um and i'd have more time for beyonce's self-empowerment message if she wasn't also shilling for pepsi in a damning essay in the new york times at the beginning of the year mark bitman wrote that beyonce is part of an effort that promotes a public health crisis at that point beyonce and jay-z were worth a whopping 775 million and presumably b could have done without 50 million uh that she reportedly received from the pepsi deal like get out of her PayPal account, nigga. right? Can you, really? Yeah, night way to meet Peep. Uh, all up in her pocketbook. Uh, she also endorsed Michelle Obama's Let's Move campaign, designed to encourage kids to eat healthy and exercise, making the deal seem even more hypocritical. Because you know how Pepsi only sells to little kids, and they will right. like force <laughs> you to drink it. The doctor will be like, don't even carry soft drink machines anymore. 
Mm-hmm. And when I watch Beyonce's uh, co- commercials and stuff, I remember she goes, hey, little kids, children, make sure you guys drink some Pepsi, okay, little kids? Right. Mm-hmm. Or, the, or let's not let's forget about the song where she remixed "Get Me Bodied" and mm-hmm. had a bunch of kids dancing around in the school cafeteria eating apples and shit. Right, because let's fuck her, right? Because fuck her, because she got money from Pepsi. Because that's right. not empowering at all, by the way. Seeing somebody, you know, a woman make fifty million dollars off an endorsement deal, nothing empowering, empowering about that if you're a kid. Not at all. Right. Little, little girls everywhere are like, ooh, just 50 million. And, 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 and I, and I, and I think for me, the thing about it, I've said it before and I'll say it again. It, it angers people that Beyonce is who she is and she makes the money that she does. If, and, and, and I know she works hard, but it looks effortless. So because it looks like everything just comes her way without effort. People automatically have something to say. And the, and the funny thing about it is sometimes I wonder if this was a man, would you say the same thing? I know, she, I know she kind of threw Jay-Z in here. Right. But, but but not just that. If it wasn't a black woman. Fuck that. Come on now. Just keep it all the way real. If yeah. it wasn't. How much money does Taylor Swift make for doing nothing? Right. With not always, a goddamn thing. Always policing black women. If it, like, I guarantee Molly ain't showing up there talking to no Michelle Obama about the Let's Move campaign. Like, how you going to diss her for both? Like. I'm gonna dish you for making money, and I'm gonna dish you for trying to help. Like, right. <laughs> yeah, you you just be evil, nigga. Why can't you be an oil company or something? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, <laughs> and and it's one and it's one of the things like like I said, I, I guess for me that makes me uh, upset because a lot of times I feel like it's unwarranted. I feel mm-hmm. like it's because you black, you can make choices, you can make decisions, you can do all kinds of shit. You making money that I will never make in my goddamn lifetime. So I feel like I got the right to write a fuck ass article about you because I will never make that much money and do the things that you do and travel all around the world and have your husband. She might as well put tears on this. Yeah, this woman That's is how you do a, a dish, Drake. Just right. <laughs> <laughs> and this and this late this lady. This you lady was in one breath too. That's how you do a diss. And this lady is not like white. She's like Indian or something like that. But you know, you can still promote patriarchy and white supremacy with that type of uh you know, no matter what color you are, you can support it. Holler Don Lemon. Beyonce has now become the world's most prominent spokesperson for poor diets, obesity, and its health consequences and marketing tied to the most vulnerable populations, wrote nutrition and public health expert Marion Nessel. What Hello, are they looking at? Argument. Yeah. Thank you. Like, oh, that's I'm, that's rhetorically sound, right? Because that's exactly what she's doing. Like, I want you to have poor diets, obesity, and health consequences. That's why I'm working with Michelle Obama. Because you know, I want everyone to die so no one can can come to my concerts. J and B B's net worth uh, has only increased since then. Forbes notes that B's surprise album means that 2014 will be her most lucrative year yet. Um, and right, but well, you know once. Once and here, and, you know what, man? I'm just gonna have to do it. Um, it reminds me so much of the LeBron shit, man. Yes, but but yep. with but with her, you know what I mean? Like, and instead of like angry Cleveland Cavaliers fans or angry, you know, it's forty, like, it is like LeBron. Instead of leaving Cleveland, she kicked Cleveland out of the group. Right. <laughs> <laughs> She's like Cleveland. You can't sing. You got to do some backup. It but it's so like can't a young nigga get money. It really is like if if it wasn't for this young black woman who's out there, you know, living her life, being successful. If it wasn't for the fact that she's in such control of her own image, 
you wouldn't have this backlash like you ain't got the answers gita you ain't got the answers gita was <laughs> <laughs> like because when it's like uh people like um you know like if when it's somebody like molly or somebody like that it's just considered like part of whiteness like she can do whatever she wants she's just molly right. but when it's black it's like how much money is enough uh beyonce yeah. why don't you why don't you stop trying to make your most lucrative year ever because you know the goal should not be being more and more successful that should never be your version of success it's what i deem successful and for you what i think is successful is you telling going and joining michelle obama and telling pepsi i don't want your money and shit like that because i'm in your pockets now and 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 and, and, and see that's 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 a lot of the the problem and a lot of the issue that I have because I feel the same way about Beyonce as I do LeBron James. It's one of those things where uh, the way to get at these people is what she's doing is just being successful mm-hmm. and not mm-hmm. responding to all the bullshit. And because she does not respond, it makes them angrier and angrier and angrier. Is that bitch? I'm talking about you. She's like, oh, I'm, I'm fabulous, and she's swinging her weave. He was like, bitch, I'm talking about you. Um, I'm gonna go on tour. Um, hey everybody, I'm Miss Carter. Right. But I'm talking shit about you, bitch. Oh, I'm gonna do some videos. <laughs> but bitch, don't you see me? And she was like, uh, Jay, what you and Blue want for dinner? Bitch, I'm talking about you, and that's kind of how it is. It's like they just trying to get at her, and she's above it all. And it kills I mean, them. My ringtone, Karen. Bitch, I'm talking about you. <laughs> but, that, but, but that's kind of how it makes me feel. It's like, no matter what she does, people just try to get at her. And it is just one of those things where, for, for me personally, I really do love Beyonce. And it's one of those things where, for me, looking at her being a black woman, being able to determine who, what, when, where, and why she going to do with her goddamn money. She walks in and makes the decisions. They don't come in and tell her what to do. And because of that, you have an issue. Most people would love to be able to walk into anywhere and say, this is what we're going to do my way. Right. They stay policing and studying her. Yes. Yeah. It's really it's really disappointing because, it, you know, people talk about, well, ignorant ass people talk about, well, we live in a post-racial society, but really... There's right. not this policing of income for other celebrities. Like, mm-hmm. and the other reason that the other thing about Beyonce, she apparently her fragrance, her like less successful fragrance was the most sold celebrity fragrance of the whole year. So like Dolce and Gabbana, uh, Calvin Klein and Beyonce. Like, mm-hmm. so she stays winning everywhere, everywhere. And, 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 and I, and I, and I think for, for me, it just makes me upset. Now, I understand people have legitimate issues with her. Please don't get me wrong. The problem I have what is issues? that... Yeah, actually, I don't understand what the legitimate issues are. Yeah. What, what are they? I, I mean, maybe something like, I don't like her music. I'm not a fan. Like, when yeah, I'm, that's I'm not, talking, about, talking about that. Yeah, like, that's, like, 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 to, like me, to me, that's legitimate. But a mm. lot of this other stuff we're talking about is just people attacking just to attack. That's the thing, though. What happened to, I just don't like that bitch? I prefer that. <laughs> me too. I actually prefer that. It saves, it saves me so much more time because I don't have to go read your shitty ass terrible article that changes points and topics 17 times to get to that. You don't have an editor anymore. I would have loved a title for this article of, I just don't like Beyonce. I just don't like that bitch. Paragraph mm-hmm. could have just one paragraph. I don't really like her. She thinks she all that. Fuck her. She stuck up. 
uh and i don't like her fans the That's end button on facebook like like or i don't like that bitch yes i would take that because That's it saves me time i didn't need to hear this shit about thriller i need to hear about death that punk i need to hear about your fucking trip to europe you fucking entitled motherfucker yeah i don't need any of this in my life I, I i tune in to hear what you had to say about the album and instead i got she can't like pepsi and want kids to be be healthy like fuck right. you man yeah and 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 and, 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 it's, and it's one of those things i know beyonce would never do it but i wish beyonce would turn around just like y'all know what kiss my ass well she did about that's our bitches thing, Karen. if she did then they would really have stuff to say about it that's the issue with kanye right now right because he's saying stuff it's like so she's in a lose-lose situation like either she doesn't say anything and then all these people feel free to attack her for doing i don't know what or she responds and she becomes the angry black woman right that's and true. it would not just that but like if she responds it validates their presence like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we out here right. doing work she I, had to I, I know you see me bitch right exactly i know you see me now so th- th- like but um here's the thing though i, I don't want to be completely down on gita dial um can you please write about r kelly i don't like that bitch can you please just write something about r kelly because nobody else is and it's been 15 <laughs> years and people keep writing these thing reviews of his albums and nobody wants to bring up the little girls anymore i guess everybody's tired of it at this point but put some of your journalistic credentials to work and if you want to bring up old shit bring up old shit that's actually relevant and hypocritical as opposed to just faking it with you got money from pepsi and you want kids to be healthy yeah how about you talk about you you know you fuck kids and you make music that sounds for, like for kids yeah, like and and you piss on kids and i yeah. promise you gita if if pepsi came to you with some money like your ass wouldn't be like nah pepsi i don't want your goddamn money man pepsi would never they, pepsi wouldn't drink let r kelly drink the pepsi and piss it on her there's no way <laughs> there's no fucking way she's getting 50 she wouldn't get 50 cents from pepsi to oh my god i would who the fuck are the sponsors for the slate because i'll look on this site and find out some hypocritical bullshit about her. But anyway, that would dedicate to I um, read that Village Voice article about R. Kelly, and it was long. It took me, like, half my work day to mm-hmm. read that. And I, it was really, like, no country for R. Kelly for me because of what he did. But I, I don't know why. Maybe because I was in my early 20s and all I really cared about was getting drunk and collecting coins. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know the gravity of what he had done. Me either. He, he, our, he peed in our girl's mouth. Mm-hmm. In her mouth. Yep. That's disgusting. Well, people like that shit though, Nicole. People like that shit. Not when you're 14 and a man who's in a position of a power and a predator is forcing you to do it and to call him daddy on camera in a room full of other people. That's the thing is I think a lot of people just didn't know because they didn't care because nobody cares about little black girls in the first place. Come on now. So it was really one of those like, uh, yeah, that's just something that happens. Like I, you know, I still see people just like well when i was in high school the the young girls would date dudes in college and shit and i'll be like damn that's crazy yeah but it's so common and it's like yeah that and that is wrong yeah but this nigga was hanging out right right this dude was hanging out in the parking lot of middle schools and shit um right like let's keep it a hundred this is wrong like you, you just because you can make a hot song doesn't mean that that shit ain't wrong man so you know i heard people like you know the last couple of weeks man especially like i'm glad they really brought that report back because 
people were like defending this shit and being like the girls are fast and all this and i was like oh no yeah don't yeah don't get me down that road and it's one of things like like, yeah it's it's one of let's take responsibility for this grown-ass man who urinated in a child's mouth because i I couldn't even like the thing is i couldn't articulate when it happened like why i was so off of him because i just didn't have the words at the time i just knew that it made me feel sick listening to his shit because i'm like I feel like this ain't for women. Like, it's not for right. grown women. I feel like it's for kids. Like, the words he uses, the way he tries to be cute about shit and funny about it. It's like, this is what you would tell a little kid you're trying to fuck. And um now that I'm grown, I realized that it just sat wrong with me because it was like, it was black women. Like, he was trying, mm-hmm. he was sexually predated, being a predator on them and paying off their families and menacing people's neighborhoods. And because nobody really cares and they didn't feel like they had any agency they just were like because he wrote step in the name of love yeah and and motherfuckers were okay with it and they were defending it. i remember i've gotten several fucking verbal altercations with people where i'm just like are you serious right now like you really think he didn't do anything wrong it's like look man these girls out here fucking anyway man they look grown to me i'm like wow yeah no. dog we can't ever kick it like no, this we, is we, it we sure can't and and and, and this <laughs> and it's one of those things where um at the end of the day, he is the adult. Whoever is the adult is accountable for what happens in that situation. Right. And it's one of those things where you cannot excuse his behavior. She want, I don't give a fuck if she wanted it. She was underage. Right. Like, you have to ask the adult, be like, actually, this is not a good idea for me to pee in your mouth. So right. People are really. You back home and you do your homework. Yeah. Not to and- mention, these girls didn't want it. Like, right. that's the thing. The is- article really, like, opened up yeah. my eyes on a few things because they were saying like at that age you don't know what your piece is if mm-hmm. you're a grown adult and you're into like kids play or whatever that's different but yes, at 14 it is. years old you haven't identified your piece you haven't identified what turns you on and because people were on twitter bringing up the names of all sorts of other men who have history of abuse or whatever and the thing about the article that really woke me up i think people are because R. Kelly sings about sex mm-hmm. and the stuff that he does, it really is him writing um, If I Did It. Like, right. he pulled the OJ with that. It's like, he, his songs are so highly sexual in nature, and he has all these demons about sex. And Because I heard he was raped when, by a man when he was mm-hmm. younger or whatever. But, like, he clearly has some demons that he's dealing with. I mean, and, I and like, he, he says, like, after the, the scandal... He started calling himself the Pied Piper of R&B. Right. If you know... Mm -hmm. I remember that story, homie. He let all the... The The kids. Right. He First, he led the mice out of the city. Then the city was like, thanks, we're not paying you. Then he played his flute and let all the kids out of the city. I don't really know how much more fucking verbal it has to be. Like, what does he need to do? Like, doesn't he need to come like, out with a, I did it? Would check R. Kelly? Like, what can we <laughs> just, you stop playing your flute for our kids? Yeah, is that what it is? He, <laughs> we he owe him. A 14 year old girl wrote her album and named it Age Ain't Nothing But a Number. Exactly. Yes, he did. Exactly. And, he, and then, like, the other thing people don't talk about, too, and the, the girls in the tapes and some of the girls that accuse them of, of different things uh and it's dozens at this point um some of those were relationships they weren't yeah just right. like oh i'm a right these yeah. are like oh he had a two-year relationship with a 14 year old girl like that isn't normal people Mm-mm. no one no adult should do that so it's 
but uh yeah gita right about that shit because you're wasting your talent mm-hmm. um like, dating somebody a couple of years younger than you can get on your motherfucking nerves you want to date somebody two decades younger than you what all the, right ooh, robert shade. Yeah. Ooh, shade. Sounds like mm-hmm. testifying. let me tell shade. you what tell you what's getting on a lot of people's nerves people what's that fucking with black people <laughs> we're just fucking with them black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys it's time for fucking with black people and today mm-hmm, and we got two different contestants oh shit let's go man contestant number one come on down a school has suspended a teacher I mean, suspended a student for sexually harassing a teacher. Oh. It's like, how is that? You know, sexual harassment, you should not be allowed to do that. Uh, let me play it for you guys. One time, then I wouldn't be able to receive that scholarship. Take a look. Sam approaches the teacher from behind and hugs her, but watch closely. She pushes him, and he walks away. I was thinking that she, maybe she had a bad day or something, you know. But usually a hug would help a person in that case. But, I mean, she, she took it the other way. According to the discipline report obtained by our affiliate WGCL, the teacher claims Sam's lips and cheeks touched her neck. She also claims mm-hmm. she's warned him before both things the student denies. He does admit to hugging this teacher in the past, but says he's never received any warnings. A representative of Duluth High School says this is a discipline issue and that if a parent has concerns about the outcome of a panel, he or she is entitled to appeal the decision. Just, you know, blindside us like this and just say sexual harassment and the video doesn't show that. It's just uh, a little bit unfair for the punishment that he's received. A school district spokesperson tells CNN that hearing officers take into account a student's past discipline history, including any long-term suspensions when considering consequences. Sam McNair says he does have a discipline record and has been suspended before, but nothing for sexual all right so uh sam mcnair 17 years old goes in uh you can look at the video i think in the chat but uh i'm they blur out the lady's face the teacher and i think because of that you can't really tell if anything untoward really happened but from just you know just a eye test it doesn't look like it um he if if this was something he did before you would think they would have like written him up at some point right there's a paper trail yeah especially if she's saying she warned him before um seems kind of extreme to jump right to suspending him um but she is a white lady and he is Talk a black kid and mm-hmm. i f- it, i get the distinct feeling that she felt threatened by a black kid hugging up on her mm-hmm. period and it it, it, and it, it ju- like his lips touched me uh-huh i got that right his lips to his big nigger lips Touched me right on the side of my neck, and I could feel it. Uh, Those big moon pie eyes staring at me. (laughs) But um, yeah, uh, I would give this uh seventy five because it's too blurry to tell if he kissed her, but it doesn't look like it. And the contact in the video takes less than like a second, so it's really one of those like I don't know if that happened or not. What I do know is if it happened in the past, you should have written them up mm-hmm. and there should have been a paper trail before suspending a senior for a year who will now not graduate on time, possibly lose his scholarship for no. football. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yep. 75. Uh, mm. 
speaking of 75 here's another guy who's back in the news we just covered this yesterday but mm-hmm. never too early uh i believe yesterday when we covered this uh george zimmerman was selling the painting on ebay it was oh, at God. it was shut a, the fuck up mm-hmm, we clicked at the link it was at fifteen thousand dollars oh my god it is now at and people are mad that beyonce is selling pepsi Come get on. the fuck out of here guess how much the bidding is up to now if you had to guess a hundred thousand dollars all right nick nick you yeah i would say like a hundred k one hundred and ten thousand dollars that's disgusting wow. I, hate, I hate everybody i hate everybody yep one hundred ten thousand dollars and one hundred dollars um it's um and the thing is man this is just more of a how much i hate black people auction Mm-hmm. because it can't it's not like this it's, it's not like yeah this in van gogh right it's not like people are looking at this artwork like oh my god the, i did not know george zimmerman was also some sort of genius when it comes to painting pictures yeah and it, although mm-hmm. hitler was a failed artist so maybe that's it yeah and and, and the painting honestly i'm like Roderick. It looked like somebody did a real, real good uh, Photoshop and just put it across a canvas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he added he added some more answers to some questions. Um, here's one. Just wanted to tell you, we all love and stand behind you. You have so many people on your side. I hope you know that. That's not a question. Oh, not a question. oh my God. My the answer is thank you so much for your words of kindness and support i do know many great americans are still here i run into i run into at least three to five a day that go out of their way to tell me the same your friend gz at the real george z oh my god what is the what is the medium oil or acrylic thanks thanks for your possible for thanks for your question the paint was donated to me by a great friend js as as far as I know, it is regular household latex paint. I know it's not the fanciest, but it's what we had, and I needed to put these visions onto blank canvas as soon as possible, your friend GZ. Before you go to it's jail. It's the blood of young black men yeah. and the tears of their mothers. Yep, that's how I paint, with sorrow. George, ah! here's a question. He's like the fucked up version of that Happy Clouds dude. Yeah, <laughs> we're just gonna paint paint more more somber clouds. A little more nigger tears. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll make this oh, better. A little more nigger tears. Oh, uh, need a happy little tree that we can hang these niggers. <laughs> I call this strange fruit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, that racism is killing me inside. <laughs> George, please don't leave Florida. You are our hero. Please run for political office. We need you. Shut God bless you. Up. Thank you for your kind words of kindness and support. That's not a question. It's not a question. No, most of these are not questions. Thank you for your words of kindness and support. My will influence my decision on where I to plant my roots. Your friend, GZ. The root song. <laughs> Must be those roots. Want to vomit? Must be those roots on those strange fruit trees. Right, exactly. Hi, I was wondering if this account belongs to the real GZ. Thanks for your question. Yes, this account and my Twitter at the real George Z belong to me, George M Zimmerman. I have received this question a lot, so I posted a picture of me holding my painting with the hope that would clarify any confusion. Your friend GZ. Uh, You're not my friend. A hundred points. Just uh, 
this is like one one this is like on the glory scale. Yeah, yeah, it's like on the Maury scale of certainty that you are not the father. This is 1,000 mm-hmm. points. He's 1,000 percent. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's he's. I would say um, he's got he's to with everybody. He's not just fucking with black people. He's fucking with everybody. I would have to say at this point he has had to have led the league in most hundred point nights on uh guess the race yeah he got him back to back too yeah he's like he's gotta be up there like it's gotta be at least like 600 he's like points. fucking wilt chamberlain of fucking with yeah, right he gets he comes <laughs> he in the building doubles. he's putting up 100 Oscar robertson of, 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 uh was on the heisman the, the heisman the hangman the hangman the hate field yeah the hate the hate black men um all right man here is uh the other game now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time now that it's time for some guess the race that's right it's guess the race time that's right, it's time for Guess the Race, the number one game show crossing all the podcast land where we play or read news articles from all around the globe. And we ask our contestants today, Nick Jew and Reggie from What's the Tea Podcast, to guess the race. Uh, you guys getting kind of nervous there? I'm never nervous. Yeah, a little, I'm a little scared, a little scared. All right, here we go. Not nervous for Reggie, a little scared for Nicole. A man who tried to trade a live four-foot alligator for a pack of beer at a Miami convenience store, uh, oh, Florida, was cited oh for my. charges, was cited for charges related to illegally capturing the gator. Duh! Now who buys an alligator impromptu? That's what I want to know. Like, I don't know. It's like, too much disposable income. Yeah, because if you're sitting there, and you're like, um, yeah, uh, you that beer, an alligator? that beer is going to be six ninety-five, sir. Uh, okay, now look, I ain't got no cash on me. Oh, would you like some gator meat? But what I do got is a live alligator. Uh, would you, would you like to trade for that? Cause it's gotta be worth more than $6. They taste like chicken. Uh, Fernando Cagnet Aguilera. Oh. Was, oh, God. Was cited after he tried to trade the gator for beer. Um, uh, at a market, um, back on December 10th, Florida Fish and Wildlife Conser- uh, Conservation Commission spokesman George Pino said, or Ho- Ho- Jorge Pino, uh, um, I have never experienced anything like this in 25 years in law enforcement. According to Pino, Aguilera found the gator at a nearby park, trapped it, and brought it to the store. He approached the clerk with the trade proposal, but the clerk called the authorities. Of course. This is absolutely bizarre. I can't imagine someone wanting to barter a live four foot alligator for a twelve pack of beer. It makes no sense four to me. Foot. Wait, four foot? That's small? Yeah. That's small for Florida. Alligators. Yeah, they get up to like twelve feet. He must have got the baby. Uh FWC co- uh, officers responded to and took the alligator from Aguilera who was cited for taking possession and trying to sell the alligator. It was pretty much in good shape. We didn't notice any unusual conditions on it. The alligator was released back into the wild because Florida. Pino said it, Florida. it, it is prohibited to harass, touch, or feed gators in uh, Florida. Guess the race of Mr. Jorge, I mean, Fernando Cagnet Aguilera. I'll go ladies first. Go ahead, Nicole. That's uh, 15 to a house, 8 to a car, cousin of 
George Zimmerman's mama and them. Oh, you know. oh, okay. Lord. Okay. Ready? I was going to say a George Zimmerman supporting bean growing Hispaniola. Okay, oh, huh? Yeah. Uh, the chat room is going to play along. They say, Renard, Renando, you disappoint me and your people Latino. <laughs> Oh, wow. One who one with a waterfall on his back and has cabinets full of goya and citrus fruit. Not one. <laughs> oh goya, goya. <laughs> Shout out to goya, 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 my shit now. Obviously, that's Leonard Brothers. Um, Leonard Brothers, you racist motherfucker. He didn't make the gator into shoes white. <laughs> whiter than a good, whiter than a good father is oh. probably. <laughs> That that like no no offense to anyone who's ever made a guess before that that might be my guess of the year. That one hurt a little bit. Yeah, that one stung. Whiter than a good father. God damn, George. That hurts everybody that hurts everybody. Yeah, George Zimmerman asked, he's not black, so he's white Hispanic, Latino. One who was more prone to molest their daughter, Spanish. Yikes. Oh, that was just straight up racist. Never even heard that before. Your friend GZ. <laughs> Chew them white. Chew them white. White as Steve Irwin. Ray Mysterio's gator wrestling cousin. One whose back is as wet as that gator. Oh. Crocodile. Ooh. Crocodile Casador. That's Spanish for a hunter, y'all. Um, Water World back. No Kevin Costner. Um, and, uh, Latino. And someone said they changed theirs to spick in spanish oh god um the wait cur- wait wait spick is specifically puerto rican though yeah well he's spick in spanish apparently like spick in oh. span uh i'm gonna go <laughs> yeah 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 that's pretty deep <laughs> deep that's a deep cut there the correct answer is latino latino is the correct answer so And for everybody else, they got it wrong. So, yeah, <laughs> we, we got a vicious chat um, uh, crowd out there. Yeah, the crowd is uh, out of control today. Um, here's a story about a lady who uh, had some ex-boyfriend problems um, and uh, decided to take the law into her own hands. You should always be mindful of who you date, especially if you end up breaking up with them. And this happens. 28-year-old Amanda Pollard faces felony and misdemeanor charges after she allegedly booby-trapped her ex-boyfriend's home. She was living with Joshua Brewster before he called authorities to have her evicted. Afraid Pollard might return, Brewster asked a friend to check on his home while he was at work. Authorities say the friend found Pollard inside, setting up an elaborate booby trap. He says he <gasps> saw her tucking a severed electric blanket cord under his mattress. According to Pollard, oh! she had also put rat poison in his coffee containers and urinated in his mouthwash bottle. Pollard told police she was hurt and angry over the eviction on December 1st and wanted payback. She is currently being held on a $50,000 bond. Wow! Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do. I hear you, Reggie. You know, Shit. I agree. At least she didn't burn his fucking clothes like Bernadette and waited to exhale. This time. This time. Uh <laughs> but uh go ahead and let me get that guess, guys. What's her name? Her name is Amanda Pollard. 
Amanda Pollard, 28 years old. Ahead, Reggie. Illinois. Reggie. Oh, what city in Illinois? Um, let's see. What city was this? Nigga, this is like a spelling bee. Pe- like, Pecking? P-E-K-I-N-G, I guess. Pecking? Okay, you said Amanda Pollard? Mm-hmm. P-O-L-L-A-R-D or E-R-D? P-O-L-L-A-R-D. Okay. I am going to go with one who has thrown their panties at a John Mayer concert white. (laughs) Ooh, that's good. That's good. Okay. That's real good. I mean, it's kind of a tricky one because Pollard could be a black name and it is very Negro-ish to, like, do what she did to his stuff. Especially to rap poison. Yeah, but I'm going to say this is definitely some white girl wasted activity. All right, let's check the chat room. Single white female, says Leonard Brothers. Jody Arias White. (laughs) Single white female, that's rude. Jody Arias White is good. Oh, she was crazy. Casey Anthony and her role model white is a role model white. Evil ass crime equal white. A sister ain't going through all that trouble, says Black Rob. (laughs) When a woman's fed up. (laughs) (laughs) But white, says Joe Spacey. (laughs) But but white, says Joe Spacey. Angelica says, Misery Kathy Bates white. (laughs) Pale face. Uh, says Craticus Kathy Bates little sister white Lily white one who suffers from affluenza (laughs) yes Yes. is this cacacunty I don't understand what this means Uh, I don't know I'm not I don't know what that means I'm I'm assuming it's white because cac is cracker ass cracker but I didn't know about the cunty thing uh, oh, maybe it's Kunte. Kakakunte? Okay. Okay, that's what it, Okay. Kakakunte. Excuse me, miss. Would you like some cheese? Uh, <laughs> Reggie, Reggie working hard with name. Okay, that's not, um, yes. One who swears at their mother white. Uh, oh. they use cack on this form. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right. One who is a victim of influenza and has a brother who shot up some kids at a middle school. White bitch. Oh, oh no! Amanda kiss and hold white. Uh, the correct answer is white. It is white. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Tied. Don't pat yourself on the back. Everybody got a hundred. Yeah. Did anybody miss that? I feel like somebody. Somebody probably missed it. If you missed it, that was a short one. Pollard made me think it was black because New York. Yes. That oh elephant lady. Her last name. Tiffany Pollard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know there's like, uh, it, I want to say there's an athlete named Marcus Pollard that I've heard of, but yeah. Um, but you know, slavery, slavery. Exactly. Uh, all, all our names are their names. Um, <laughs> all right, man, let's get into the, the bonus round, guys. You guys are both two for two. Double the points, double the raise, double the points, and the raise. That's right, y'all. It's the bonus round of Guess the Race where everything is worth double the points, double the racism. So far, our guests are tied neck and neck, two and two, going into the final round. Are you guys getting nervous? Hell no. Yes. All right. <laughs> still, still knowing yes. Same people. Yeah. All right, here we go. Seth Thompson. Seth Thompson. Uh, 
A former, <laughs> uh, Florida, uh, a former library employee at a Florida Atlantic University, of course, right. of Florida, is accused of secretly filming students masturbating in the campus bathroom. Oh, oh wow. my. And, oh. and then uploading the videos to porn websites. <laughs> you know, the thing is, man, like, not to be too stereotypical, but he's only catching dudes, right? Of course. Yeah, there's no way he's filming chicks. Like, I, I feel like women just don't pull the impromptu bathroom masturbation game as often as, and reliably as dudes would. Yeah. Oh, you can't get comfortable. I can't whip it out. I have to reach down and yeah. end it up. It ain't a simple process. Yeah, I, I feel like he would be, like, in the bathroom for days trying to find one chick masturbating. One, just one. Yeah, right. and I saw she would probably be using uh, 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 some type of a vibrator or dildo before she sticks her hands in there. I mean, I don't personally jerk in public, but I've I've heard stories and I have friends who have told me they have. So I it, it stories. yeah, so it, it can't be that uncommon for dudes. So I'm saying maybe you spend an hour up top, you probably find probably find a couple of dudes. Yeah, and, my uh, high school, they yeah. So I believe it. I got a. <coughs> I have a friend who, like, he used to pride himself on the fact that he could jerk off at work, and I was like, you're a disgusting white person. What was he, like, three minutes flat? I mean, or he go to the bathroom, nobody, well, I don't understand this. How I don't, you get that? I don't even understand the mentality of that type of freedom in America to do something like that at my job. Yes! So I can never relate. I was like, that's one of the whitest things anyone has ever told me, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seth Thompson, 40, was arrested Tuesday and charged with 13 counts of video voyeurism, as well as other charges related to uploaded four videos. Thompson stated that he initially began recording the videos after seeing similar videos online, which gave him the impression that there are people who enjoy viewing videos showing males masturbating and urinating. You were right, Rod. You knew. Damn. Uh, I haven't even read this article, so. <laughs> but hey, it made sense, right? No yeah. way. Chicks don't do this on the reg. Mm-mm. Not as reliably. I mean, I'm sure, don't write in. I'm, I'm sure a lot Thank of you guys you. are flicking the bean all over the place. <laughs> and I'm not. I feel like women are more, like, aware of, per, like, potential pervy situations. Like, they must go into the bathrooms checking for cameras anyway. Yeah. No, it's not that. It's what Karen said. Like, it's, y'all it's can not... just whip out your thing and yes. start just, we gotta, like, take all our clothes, clothes off and mm-hmm. go find somewhere to sit down. And, yeah. yeah no. I mean, if you want to do it right, it is not an easy Right. You need a little space to rub those titties together and very not only slowly. That, you need space to gap. You need space to throw your legs open. I right. mean, you going all up. Roll up the partition, driver. Mm-hmm. Roll up the partition. <laughs> 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 see. I'll stay on her knees. Yes, get that. Get all up on that dress. The videos were posted online under the screen name Jerking underscore Bud. The investigation, <laughs> the investigation began in August after a student told authorities he discovered a 30 second clip of himself urinating online. Police searched Thompson's home that month and say he admitted to secretly filming students. He re- resigned shortly thereafter. I wonder how he found that clip. And if uh, someone yeah. told, like, cause that feels like that's the kind of thing someone tells you. Mm-hmm. Hey, dude, uh, I think I saw a clip of you pissing online. And then the <laughs> next question. The next question is automatically like, uh, nigga, what was you doing watching I'll me piss online? Like, yeah. what search do you populate to find that the guy knows his name to put his name on the video? Right. So, like, my I have a friend now that watches dudes piss online. So we have to have a discussion. Now I know I have an ex friend who right. watches dudes piss online. Like, we're not friends anymore. Now I know his kink. 
and uh that's not necessarily something i wanted to know right <laughs> it'd be like if i was like yeah man um i don't even tell you this but nicole they got you in a tentacle porn video and uh they really they really Not went me. to town so you need to you need to check into that it's like oh well, nigga what was you doing uh how you gonna make a video doing no anyway Wait, he, so i was in a play and a guy got fired from our show because he got arrested for upskirting women at costco wow mm. the balls on like, those guys do i know who that is at all no, this is like 10 years ago when I did working. But he was like an old man. He was like in his 60s. And they found hundreds of hours of videotape of him like sitting under a staircase shooting up women's skirts at Costco. Wow. And then I started tripping like, did he plant cameras in the dressing room? Did he have me on tape? Like, exactly. Ugh. Oh, my God. That's the worst, yo. Like, those those are the, the stories that freak you the fuck out when it's just like... <gasps> I was around that. He could have got me unaware. <laughs> yes. You had to think to yourself, did I have a well dress? Did I have a well dress? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. man. And be, and be, and be aware. Be like, and, you know, especially because uh, I've been like walking around. You know how you're going up and down steps. You have to look up and you can mm-hmm. literally. I've seen draws and butt cheeks and shit that yeah. I didn't plan on seeing. Just I have to. Some I did plan on seeing. <laughs> Not stupid enough I to mean, record luckily, it. Luckily, this was before the internet got really popular, so I know if he did make a tape, he got it on Betamax. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll be, you'll be fine. No one's gonna trace that. that he, got, he got it on forty fives. Yeah, he's so old. He's, he couldn't figure out. He would record it. Couldn't figure out how to work the VCR when he got home. <laughs> yeah, he did it. Like he had to do it for. He, he did it on hieroglyphics in the wall of his apartment. <laughs> right. He drew pictures when he got home. Made a flip. Made it. <laughs> he made a flip. He made a flip book. <laughs> he had to flip through that shit. This is what it looked like. Um, he was arrested Tuesday and charged with 13 counts of video voyeurism, as well as other charges related to uploading four videos. Guess the race of Mr. Seth Thompson. Uh, I believe Nicole guessed right away. Are you sticking with white? He is whiter than Taylor Swift doing a line of cocaine at a frat party at Harvard. Shit. Oh, my. That's pretty white. What about you, Reggie? I'm going to go with shaving your pubic hair to make your dick look bigger on this pissing video, white. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the chat room says white. Joe Francis's less popular uh, Oats Pile Surprise series, white. Oh. A colonizer who is a colonizer. Oh, I was like a colonizer. Oh, yeah. God. I was like, is, is that gay shit? Yeah, I was like, is that some gay slander from Little Brothers? <laughs> when did we start doing this? Uh, a colonizer who is recording footage of uh, for a new porn company called Book Bros. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was in the library. That's good. Uh, it puts the lotion in the basket white. Oh. <laughs> One who will fight every nigga at an R. Kelly concert. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. No, nobody, nobody would fight every nigga at an R. Kelly concert. You wouldn't make it. You would die. This this sounds pretty common of one of melanin deficient ma- mammy slap mam slapper. Mm, okay, Nick Foles only throws to this type of receiver. <laughs> oh, yep, that's true. That is true. Creepy white. Um, <laughs> just kept it simple Natasha said I don't have time for these adjectives uh, one who attempts to shake hands in a restroom white <laughs> oh no oh it is only them 
It is only them. Library, you know that niggas can't read white. You know that niggas can't read? Pervs are the first to figure out how to convert video to digital. That's true, Joe, but that's not a race. Read a paper white, white supervillain out to get revenge on the world, revenge porn, that is. Uh He he told the cops, I want to see a big black cock white. They do. They do, he said, cock, man. They do, and it's such a not attractive word. Yeah, man. Cock is one of my favorite words. Cock? Uh, It's because anything that has that CK sound at the end is inherently funny, and I just really like the word cock. Wait, no, no, no. You're talking about something totally different. You're talking about getting a laugh. You're talking about getting a laugh. I'm talking about fucking. If I'm fucking you, I can't be like, you want this cock? You want cock? Yeah. No one says that. Maybe white people, but. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. I don't like it for, yeah. for That's why I have to keep yep. all the porn I have with white people, cause I'm like, no, not the C word. Yeah. I just thought, it's so <laughs> silly. C word. It's like, I feel like in every video that anyone's ever said the word cock, the woman was faking. Yeah. She had to. It's too funny, not, like, if she was being real, she'd be like, come on, man. Call it a dick or something. <laughs> well, we're gonna say cock. Yeah. You can't, even, if you're getting that descriptive during sex anyway, it ain't good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's can't be good. Yeah. You're, you're that descriptive. It ain't that good. I'll be going into sex with a big ass game plan of shit to say in my head and it, it doesn't all get out. It never gets all out. You'd be like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. You're like, I'm about to, oh. You're like the Cowboys in December. You have a plan, but it just like doesn't really happen. Right. I hate you. <laughs> Next thing you know, I'm throwing Romoceptions back there. It's, it's very bad. Uh, <laughs> I'm calling an audible. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, George Zimmerman, eBay supporter, inadvertent. Oh, wait. Aww. Uh, let's see. Eight cheese while editing the videos white. Ooh. I do, I do like that word. Oh, okay. So everybody likes the word cock. Gia likes the word cock. Okay. Uh, Ooh. I don't use, yeah. I, I like the, the, it turned into, uh, it turned into an indictment on the word cock in the chat room, a debate. Maybe that'll be the poll, but, um, I would never call my pole a cock. The correct answer is <laughs> correct answer is well done, white. Rodney. Well done, Rodney. Appreciate it. Appreciate you. And the wrong answer is what? Did anybody get it wrong? I don't think anybody got that wrong. Everybody got that right. So unfortunate for that white man that uh. <laughs> Seth. Like, as soon as I said Seth, I was like, "Fuck, this is over." <laughs> Nick, you hopped on it immediately, like the first few seconds, didn't she? All right, man. As always, we, we always run along with uh, Reggie and Nick Jew, man. I'm going to get into these sore stories, guys. Let's let's wrap this thing up. Here we go. Let's go. A man has been sentenced in a sword attack case. Oh, oh Florida. Brown County, Minnesota. <laughs> a man has been sentenced in a sword attack case. According to a court records, Ronald Winish. Wait, did I cover this one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This dude was brought to get justice oh, yesterday. Not Florida. All right. Cool. All right. Ex-soldier attacked his wife with a butcher knife and a samurai sword. Oh, oh shit! Because sword, you know, his soldier he training. Like, not one knife, two. His soldier training wasn't enough. Darren Mann, forty-three, frothed at the mouth and chased neighbors who tried to help his petrified wife jet. I guess that's how you pronounce it. J e t t e. Y'all know that? How you pronounce that one? Mm-mm. All right. What's it spelled again. J e t t e. Oh, jet. All right, let's go with Jet, like the magazine. Um, yeah. A samurai sword-wielding ex-soldier is facing a long-term pr- uh, prison sentence for subjecting his wife to a crazed assault. As if there's other kinds. 
right ah. when you have a sword that all crazed sir and then you got two come on furious daring man frothed at the mouth as he menaced wife jet with the sword and a 10 inch butcher knife and pulled out chunks of her hair oh he's that, that's kill. the only thing he's held with 10 inches <laughs> he's like take this cock <laughs> <laughs> say my cock is small why don't you he held her hair in the air saying i got your weave bitch i got your weave bitch no i'm just kidding man <laughs> oh, i was like really yeah <laughs> i got your weave bitch uh he slashed <laughs> he slashed the. that's my new single yeah hey man i saw that happen in real life uh that's where i got it from i've, I've heard it on maury before i mean ricky lake before too but uh two girls got in a fight in the hallway in my high, junior high school and one of the girls first of all they knocked the shit out of my math teacher this innocent white woman who was trying to break it up trying to be friends and uh it was not that type of party no i've seen i've seen teachers get fucked up uh but uh they hit her and she immediately crawled into the fetal position and started crying not a good look yeah yeah she had no idea like i could see that shit coming in slow motion like she and she getting hit in three two Boof. and down go, boom goes dynamite um but when it came to uh the girls one of them pulled they broke it up like because everybody pulled them apart and one of them pulled the other one's weave out and she was like i got your weave bitch i got your weave bitch like oh, slinging it around and what? shit and uh i'll and never now that girl has no edges because that girl pulled her weave out and i can never remember when like whenever i say i got your weave bitch i always feel like other people know it and I don't know, like, sometimes they do. They weren't there, but sometimes they do. So I, it must have been something else. Like, somebody must have done it other places, too. But Oh, yeah. Um, I got your weed, bitch. Will always be with me. Anyway. He, sla- <laughs> he slashed the walls with the sword before bringing it down between his wife's legs. Because he could never <gasps> slash her wall. <laughs> with his sword. Right. Man, 43, then dragged the petrified jet downstairs and out of their blood-stained home and chased neighbors with the weapon when they rushed to her aid. Arbroth Sheriff's Court was told yesterday that Jet had returned to the couple's home to find former Royal Scott man asleep in the bed surrounded by empty bottles. Oh, he was drinking. Drinking and toys? That don't mix, Will. Yeah. I can't even lie. I saw it better when I'm drinking. When he... <laughs> uh, you cut better when you're drinking. When he heard her phoning a neighbor to ask if he had driven him into town to buy alcohol... He flew into a rage, grabbing the phone and throwing her all over the kitchen. That's why you got to take your phone calls outside. Thank you. Yeah. Even RG3 goes to the closet to make his phone calls. You ah! in the closet? <laughs> <laughs> in the closet. He took a butcher's knife from the kitchen drawer, straddled her chest and pinned her arms down with his legs. Jill Drummond prosecuting told the court man put the knife to Jet's face and repeatedly pressed his tip into her flesh before returning with the sword. The prosecutor added he was frothing at the real tip in her flesh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the prosecutor added he was frothing at the mouth. She believed she believed he was seriously going to hurt her as the blade was only inches away from her and was being swung with force. As man waved the sword, Jack grabbed the handle, which snapped off. But he continued to wave the blade about. Police subdued man with CS spray, which is like pepper spray, I guess. And when they arrived, when they arrived at the scene, man who admitted three assaults was remanded in custody. And Sheriff Gregory Murray warned him that he faces a substantial jail term when he is sentenced on January 21st. Uh, just another sad case of trusting the wrong man. Alcohol and swords don't mix, but you can't tell right. us. 
Oh, yeah, that was my guess. As, as as a bonus, that that was white. That is correct. So yeah, you get extra credit. Yeah, we do actually did have a picture of him. So, oh. but uh, yeah, make sure right, right. That was most of these sore stories, right? Um, but uh, make sure you guys check out what's the, the tea, tea, man. Um, so y'all recorded a new episode yesterday. We recorded on Sunday, but we go live on Tuesday. So new tea Tuesday. We new tea Tuesday. Today. So when this is out. You should be on iTunes or Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast from. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead and look up What's the Tea if you're not already up on it, man. It's a very funny show. Um, and, uh, it's unique, man. Like, I saw a couple people kind of comparing it to the read, but I actually think it's, it's different it's than the, the read. I do too. It's, it's not very the, different. It's, yeah, it's not the same. They talk mm-hmm. about different things. And, um, uh, I think you can enjoy all the podcasts, I do. uh, in the world. So, uh, you know, it, it can exist in the same space, man. It's not like some copy or some shit. Um, but make sure you guys listen to it because it's very funny. Uh, it they is. always have interesting guests that, uh, a lot of times outside of the normal podcast circuit, I get to know, learn about people y'all worked with and little stories yes. about, uh, yeah. stuff y'all have done, you know, on stage and different mm-hmm. productions you've worked on and stuff. And I enjoy those like little tidbits about you guys. So yeah. And, and also you will learn new language. Like I've learned like tea in my kettle and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And See? Mm-hmm. yeah. And I mess around. I use it. And every time I use it, I think about y'all. So uh make sure you guys check them out and uh check us out, the Blackout Tips Podcast. Theblackouttips.com, all that good stuff. Um, let's see. I didn't even do a sponsor today, so let's just do tweakedaudio.com. Go to, to tweakedaudio.com, put in code TBGWT, and um get thirty three percent off. Get free shipping. Get warranty. Your lifetime guarantee. Mm-hmm. Last I lifetime. Got some. I ordered mine on Tuesday. They were here by Friday. They come with a little velvet package. Mm-hmm. You put them in. It's like a crown royal bag. $10. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like a crown royal bag. Told everybody yeah. you get them quick. Mm-hmm. She said she got, she ordered it Tuesday, got it Friday. So yeah, make sure you guys do that. Get your Christmas shopping done, niggas. You still got time, y'all. Mm-hmm. Don't wait too late, man. Uh, they might be a little suspicious that everybody got headphones this year, but just do it. It is thirty three percent off and it's a lifetime guarantee they will thank you anyway. Um so yeah, we appreciate y'all doing that. Um until tomorrow at nine. I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.